All right. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. Uh, and thank you right off the bat uh, to Valdranth for that raid. Perfect timing. We are literally just getting started. Uh, we appreciate that raid. And what is that? What is that little icon thing? It almost looks like a mechanical xenomorph thing. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we're playing some One Ring. We're continuing our campaign we've been playing for a while now, uh, Waking of Angmar. Uh, we ended uh, last session on a mild cliffhanger uh, as uh, the uh, the party is facing down some trolls uh, and uh, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, we also have kind of an, a little announcement to go over is this is episode 49. Uh, episode 50 will be our next session, which is going to be in two weeks. Uh, next week we're off, but two weeks from from today on the 25th, we're going to be having our episode 50. Uh, and we're all we're gonna be doing a whole mess load of giveaways and stuff. Uh, you know, our friends at Norse Foundry are gonna hook us up with some stuff, but also uh, we've got some stuff from One Ring. Or excuse me, for stuff from Free League. Uh, so we're gonna have some actual physical, like a physical copy of the One Ring bundle. Uh, we're gonna have some PDF bundles, uh, and we're gonna have some awesome dice stuff as well. So like we're gonna do a whole mess load of things uh, to kind of give away to you all because honestly, when we started this campaign, I did not think this was going to be 50 episodes. Like I, I was like, okay, we'll get maybe 10 episodes out of this, but like people, people have been encouraging us. Like we've been having a lot of fun with it and it's just kind of kept going and, uh, and it's pretty crazy. So, uh, definitely, uh, definitely appreciate all the support you all have been giving us. Uh, it's really, really awesome. Uh, so, so come hang out, mark your calendars, the 25th, we're going to have giveaways galore. Uh, and no real limitation. I don't think either, uh, as I think we're going to do, I think we'll talk, I'll talk it out with Eric from Norse foundry, but I think we're going to be doing some gift certificates and stuff. So it doesn't necessarily have to be us bound and free league has given us the green light. We, we can give it to whoever. Uh, so whether you're us, North America, whether you're Euro, whoever it is, just come hang out with us. Uh, and we'll, we'll hopefully get you some cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, so now that that's out of the way, why don't we do some quick character introductions? I'll do a summary of what happened and we can get started. And so we will begin with our favorite treasure hunter in the world. Long, long tell us about Floyd. Yes, Floyd, a young dwarven treasure hunter from the Blue Mountains, a wielding new battle axe, Kobar's axe. Hopefully he gets some good use out of it today. Um, he's got a couple new, I think of valor points. That's why I was able to get that special unlock on that Kobar's axe for the cleave ability. Have you used and it yet? Have you used the cleave ability yet? No, but I'm hoping to use it right off the bat here. Right? That would be perfect in this situation because they're right next to each other. It literally lets you attack two things. That's awesome. Like I thought that was I thought you would like that. No one. No. Very cool. Uh all right. Uh next up. Ashley, our Bree Hobbit, uh, daughter of uh, of Potheads, uh, tell us about uh, tell us about Gilly Kettlegrass. Yeah, so I'm playing Gilly Kettlegrass, and we grow sweet grass in my family, and that's the good stuff. Dad hooked me up again. I am once again loaded. Daggett really, you know, bonded with my dad. Uh, they bit horses. Horses bit them. It's a form of affection, I guess. Um, and yeah, she's, I was going through my notes and, uh, she's written quite a few stories of everyone. Um, we have the fable of Floy, the sorrow of Sorendir. She's very serious and it has to have alliteration for her titles. Apparently. What's Arrhenius? Um, the Epic of Arrhenius. So, uh, yeah, 
and she's written some songs like the Battle of Rotag and she was in the process of writing one apparently for Soren Deer and um yeah so it's been cool what do you think you're gonna do for Daggett like the dirge of Daggett is it gonna be like I was thinking dirge too I was thinking of dirge or drama I haven't I haven't figured out which one yet I can't quit till Rufus dies. Oh my God, Zora. I love how you keep bringing up Rufus Foggybrook. I loved Rufus Foggybrook. <laughs> Played him like yes. one time, I think, but like the yeah. legend of Rufus. <laughs> Boy, Rufus Foggybrook. Boy. Protecting the dwarven scholar, Evan, who definitely did not want my protection <laughs> at all. It was so fun. It was a really fun session. Uh, speaking of a rineal, uh Melissa, tell us about our ranger. Uh, yeah, so she is our Ranger of the North champion. Um, she is not doing particularly well at the moment. Um, she does have a new uh, sword, uh, the sword of Maino Zagar. Um, but even with the new sword, she was not doing particularly well um, in our little fight that we uh, started up last episode. Um, but she is looking forward to um, hopefully surviving this um, what we're doing right now and going to Tharbad and actually getting to the angle because pretty much all of our fellowship phases and everything that we've done to date has been, you know, sort of with some kinfolk of the others in the group, uh, whether it was elves or uh, going to Bree or going up with the dwarves. And so it's the first time that she'll actually be interacting with other uh, rangers in our campaign so far. Assuming you survive, of course. That's not true. Yes. You've encountered rangers. We talk about we had uh, uh Anaminas. We talk about Hills of Evendem. Well, I mean and Marimbem and you know whatnot, but sort of right. a concentrated they were like, hey, help us, lead us. And you were like, nah, nah, that's okay. I'm gonna go hang yeah. out with these elves instead. <laughs> kind of a like uh you know ranger concentration greater than five at once, essentially. Okay. It was a whole <laughs> Okay. There were There's a lot a more until time. we let them die. Yeah, you let them all die is the problem, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is that is that is true. No, this, dude, that, that is, I forgot about that race to survive. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I almost got Gilly. Gilly was going to go down because I remember yeah. the uh, the doom of Nainuial was going to was going to get Gilly. Uh, but I think it was Floyd who came to save the yeah, day. Yeah, he literally yeah. clutched it and saved, saved my your life. life. Because yeah. I think you were gone. I, I like I actually thought I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I gonna have to died. kill Gilly Art and I, yeah. I felt really I was like, I was like, I'm gonna feel bad doing this. I mean, but I'm I'm gonna do it. Like I have to, right? And then thankfully long long showed up. Yeah. Aaron, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for the bits. Appreciate that. Melissa, Ooh, do something with that. I'm not sure what. I'm gonna tally that. It's for the fellowship. So that's it you is all. for the fellowship. Yeah. Um, got it, got it. Thank you. And much. then uh, finally, we have the newest member of the fellowship. We have Daggett. Stephen, tell us about Daggett, man. Daggett is one of Duran's folk. He's a captain uh, going down his shadow path, lure of power. Uh, but he's got a brand new axe, the block fan. Uh, the G is silent. And uh, he's really beat up right now. Uh, he, he got hit pretty hard by these trolls. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, oh, but last week, like Gilly said, he did learn a lot about uh, alpha pony theory and how if you want to be the top of the herd, you have to bite ponies. Uh, you it's just got to bite their faces. It's true. 
Boy, I don't know what happened. The last couple episodes, <laughs> our conversations around ponies. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, <laughs> you started it. I know I did. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's getting it's getting hot again, so it's getting hot in the in the in the room, and so like my brain stops working. Uh, and then before that was COVID brain fog and stuff. So I have excuses. Uh, all right, we ready to go? Let's uh, let's dive. In. Let's do the summary here. So uh, most recently. You all have you've left the Blue Mountains. You're you're heading to Tharabad. You're trying to recruit your old dwarven friends, Thorvum and Thebe, because you need to go back to Angmar. And you you just and you know that you can't go back there by yourselves. You need more reinforcements. And so that's kind of the plan. However, you stopped uh, for a short time in Bree. It was supposed to be a short rest, just a quick pit stop, say hi, that kind of thing. Uh, Floyd, you visited the dwarf house. You learned from the, the, the proprietor there, Lukey, uh, that there have been refugees that have been coming up the green way from Tharabad looking to sort of resettle in the Breelands. You learned a little bit that Tharabad is sort of run by someone named a, a, a master Gurnal, uh, and that there are some rumors about like, he's an ex bandit or something like that. Kind of all, all sort of murky still. Uh, but you, you learn that most of the roads, at least immediately north of, uh, of the town, were, were relatively safe. Uh, Daggett, you went uh, to the green uh, within, uh, within Bree during market day, and you were accosted by, uh, by Bree Hobbit children, who we all can agree now are abominations. They're terrible. They're psychopathic. and They're uh, demons. They're, not, they're demons. They are. <laughs> I forgot we talked about Gilly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and I'd then, rather face the doom of Nanuil <laughs> again. For sure. Like I, I, I do think I'm going to just make like a swarm of hobbits, uh, and I'm going to sat them out. Like they're a, uh, like they're a nameless thing. It's going to be great. Uh, a you went to visit our good old pal, Marge Oak Stout, uh, but you learned from a neighbor that she'd been arrested, uh, after a confrontation with Cole Pickthorn, the Reeve of Bree. And it was a confrontation that involved pickle throwing, uh, in several unkind words. And his eye is kind of infected from pickle juice. Uh, Gilly, you went and visited your parents, who conveyed some troubling news, in fact, that your friend Elise Briarcleave, this friendly woodswoman you've known since the very beginning of the campaign, uh, had been attacked while tending to what is now a Rineal's Ranger cottage out in the Chetwood, uh, once built by Talendil and Marambin. Uh, Gilly and Floy, you then traveled to Coombe to, to talk to Alcott Sweetroot, who was, uh, was caring for Elise. And Gilly, when you were looking over it, despite all of Alcott's best efforts, the wound that uh, that Elise suffered, it's just not healing. It's in some sort of strange infection or poison. It's it's hard to hard to say. Uh, so both of your your skills and healing seem to uh, not be quite enough. Um, other things, uh, Alcott is considering sending a messenger possibly to one of the Elvish communities uh, to try to get some aid, uh, but hasn't yet done so. Arineal and Daggett, you went to Cole Pickthorn uh, at his home, where Marge Oakstout has now grown, grown quite comfortable in jail, which is basically his spare bedroom. Uh, the Reeve explained that he was more than willing to allow her son, Hollis Oakstout, another friend of yours from long ago, back into Bree for giving all of his crimes, but uh, he they couldn't find him. Uh, like he just wants he wants Marge out of his house, basically, is what it's after. But all the wardens he went searching for for Hollis in the Midgewater Marshes, they could not find Hollis. So during dinner at the Kettlegrasses, Daggett, you bothered Gilly's father. Yeah, he smoked some he smoked some sweet grass with old Tolman. Uh, the party, you decided to delay your your trip to Tharbad by a few days and try to help both Hollis and, and Elise. Uh, so the next day you ventured to the border of the Chetwood 
in the marshes where Elise said she discovered these painfully ripped apart carcasses of deer, like antlers and stuff broken and possibly taken as trophies. You also investigated the ranger cottage where Gilly found large troll-like tracks that were venturing away from a nearby pond. And when you followed those tracks, it led to this marshy field with these broken trees and a muddy hill and a cave opening that led inside this hill where you found evidence of some kind of lair, sleeping quarters, antler trophies, and more carcasses. However, while leaving, Gilly was the first out, and she was immediately ambushed by a troll uh, that had been stalking the party in the darkness. You were smashed and flung to the mud. You were near death, but the party did rush to your aid. Troll was kind of protecting its lair. Battle kind of ebbed and flowed, and and just when it seemed like all was going well for the fellowship, a second troll emerged uh, from the dark trees and charged into the fray, turning the tide. It was looking really poorly for you. But at the very end of last session, we heard the sounds of dogs barking, and we see Hooper and Quint burst out from the tree line, followed by Hollis Oaks out, your old ally, your old friend. And that is where we're going to pick up uh, as let me get us started. As I'm going to, I put a little, I put together a little map. Uh, it's not that, you know, not, not too fancy about it. It's just I was messing around with Dungeon Alchemist yesterday. So we put together a little map so we can kind of see what it looks like there. Uh, we are, we should be already in combat and ready to go. So, I like that there is a Hooper and a Quint on the map. Absolutely. So we have our own rules for using NPCs and such. Uh, we do not go by the book. We do our own thing. Remember that using them nets you a bonus die. Uh, so there are basically three, uh, Hollis, Hooper, and Quint. I've kind of left them, whatever you all can direct it. And that's how we're going to go. And we're on a, we're on a hype train. So thank you very much, folks. So let's, let's go ahead and get some music going and let's, uh, let's, let's get this fight, fight going. Uh, we want to do, let's do I am terror looking, in the woods. So I'm looking at the map and I'm seeing that every single one of the NPC or sorry, player characters are weary. That's uh, problematic. I don't know that I've yeah. ever seen all of us weary all at the same for, time. Remember, my endurance, I got hit, hit, and I'm down to five. And I think that is two. like two. Yeah. Wow. I'm at four. But Let me, uh, oh, you're at Floyd. Of course, Floyd's out. Double digits, yeah. <laughs> Double digits. He's going to live forever. How's your uh, hope? Are you still full up on hope, Floyd? Full of hope, yeah. Always. He never spends it. Uh, let's see. Uber Jaeger. Uh, I think that's Dale from uh, from YouTube. Thank you so much for those gift subs. Very kind of you. And Valdrin, thank you for the Prime sub. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Go follow Valdrin. They just gave us a raid at the beginning of the show. Ooh. All and right. We have so many bits. We have so Unfortunately, many you, you also got around. a complication in there. Did well. I? Yeah, and a did. third troll suddenly emerges oh, from yeah. the water. No. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll save it for But later. it actually okay. appeared. It's just a copy paste thing. Okay. <laughs> all right. So just Melissa so you all doesn't know, trust you at all. <laughs> I, I, I thought he was joking. And then it appeared. <laughs> uh, all right. So the one off to the east here, the one that's got a few little splotches of red, that's the one that you all have been working on. You've done some damage to the other one that is uh, that is off to the west here. That one is not uh, is not really harmed at all. I don't think if I if my notes can be trusted, which I hope they can. Uh, so let's go ahead. What do you want to do in terms of your stances? Even forward here. Oh my yeah, gosh, I mean, really? Might as well go forward. One hit's going to kill me either way. Oh god, we're, we could run. That is an option. You guys can certainly are, try to run. Gilly could run because she's in rearward. 
oh my goodness. Well, now I feel peer, peer pressure to stay in forward. Okay. There's was, no peer pressure. Do whatever you want. Oh, I was going to do something different, but now. Just like the there. dwarves. We're just dwarves going forward. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Listen, if you don't We're want to be heroic to like Floyd Daggett, <laughs> that's fine. All right. Oh, goodness. I'm yeah. going to do defensive. Okay. Uh, Floyd, Floyd, you said you're going forward. Gilly, you're staying in rearward. Okay. Yes, please. Uh, Okay, so let's go ahead and just you can kind of move yourselves around. Who who's going where? Who's who's who's? Uh, I'm going who's go- on the injured one. All right, so Daggett, you're on the injured one, off to the east. Uh, is someone going to take the one to the west, the uninjured one? Who's going to tank that one up? Don't I all guess speak that's up Arineal. All right, Arineal. <laughs> I was looking to see if Floyd was going to come to this one, but uh, I guess I will go on that one. All right, Floy, uh, you can choose between the two. They're close enough to each other. This is a big scrum, big melee. I'm fine to say that they're we're all kind of close enough to one another, but are you going to be on? both. I know you want to use your cleave. I know, I know. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, so we're going to go to the forward stance folks first. So forward stance should be both Floy and Daggett. So either either order. Don't forget go a dog if you want a dog. Or Hollis. Go ahead, Floy, get that cleave. Farager, thank oh. you for that prime sub, by the way. You sneaked that in there really fast. Hollis is here. Stand sturdy. And I'll raise my axe here. Rukubar. Okay. Pretty much tap it to my virtue. I'll be able to roll once per combat at favored. And you uh, you just hear Hollis call out to Hooper and Quint. Hooper! Quint! Sick balls! Get him! Would you like any audience dice play? Uh, no, it's too late. I ruled. Okay. All right. And let me check. Uh, these do member have a plus two to their parry. So increase the dif- increase your target number by two when attacking the trolls. I rolled an 18. That should be good. I needed a 16. Yep. 18 just, so, just clears. Just clears. Uh, one okay. success. It will be seven damage. Seven points of damage onto the already injured one, correct? Yep. True story. It is still up. It is still up. Okay. Unlucky, but I'll use the second effect of my virtue, which is the intimidate for free. Okay. Uh, do you have to? You have to roll that, I think, right? Yeah, I have, have to, to roll. Do, yeah, go ahead. And it's a might too, if I remember from when I tried to do that. That is correct. So you would need to get. It's time a, I got great success. Okay, so that means that they are. Uh, is it ill favored? Weary for or, one attack. Weary. Okay. Weary. That's what it is. Okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, Daggett, you are also in forward stance. You see Floy go low, cut away at one of these large legs of the troll. It still stands, but it is bleeding something fierce. What do you do? Uh, how many audience dice do we have? Uh, 35. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Dear God. <laughs> I can spend five to make it favored even in combat, right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's how we play. Okay. Uh, then I will make it favored. Uh, and because I'm using Black Fang, it's a rune-scored weapon, I get to ignore the effects of being weary. That is correct. Oh, boy, that's a gandy. Uh, that is... God, I love Gandalf, that does it count as... Does it count as 10, or does it just... Do yeah, I add would, up otherwise? It would effectively... It's a magic I success. A, I would have to do a... Well, it's not, it's not a magic success. I would have to do a protection roll automatically because it's a gandy. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, and then I got one extra six. So that's a great success. Okay. Uh, so I will tell you that uh, no matter how much damage you do here, uh, it had one health, one endurance left. So go ahead and describe how you take this one down. As this this only had one, it already it already taken one wound. So this is going to be a reduction of all, all of its endurance. Describe how you would do this. Let me actually. I want this well, to be a, a combo with Floy. Sorry, go right. ahead. Let me double check one thing. Okay, so this is so normally, this is it's going to work out. But I just want to walk you through the, the mechanics of this. So it has hideous toughness, which means when an attack inflicts damage to the creature that would cause it to go to the zero endurance, it causes a piercing blow instead. Then, if the creature is still alive, it returns to full endurance. But because it had already taken one piercing blow, one wound, it actually is still going to kill it. So you're good. So yeah, go ahead and describe it. You're just telling us for the next roll is what's happening here. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, okay, so. Floyd came at it and uh, just took out one of its legs and Daggett was already moving to where it was about to fall. And as soon as the thud hit the earth, Daggett was there with Black Fang just lodging it into its skull. Beautiful. And it goes... And then you hear this thundering shake of the ground. You see the splash of mud and water because it's a very marshy ground as it collapses. As it collapses, as the ground shakes, Arineal, you are currently locked in battle with this other one. You see it kind of look up and see maybe its mate or whatever fall into the ground. And she goes, no, no, and it looks like it's uh, it's gone into a bit of a rage. Uh, Arineal, you're in defensive stance. What would you like to do? Uh... Uh, Reniel is going to uh, be much braver uh, than Melissa would be. Um, Reniel will um, kind of look over to Hollis. And so um, I will kind of use Hollis uh, for an advantage, uh, kind of doubling up on this one. And Reniel is just going to... um, Kind of wield the sword and see what she can do. So, so Hollis, will, Hollis will come charge again, like, oh, it's a big one, isn't it? Hi, oh, you big ugly log, I'm over here. And it kind of turns around at that point, giving you an opportunity to swing. Go for it. All right. So I am going to take five for advantage. Um, and then I've got the extra D6. And that. Is thank goodness I rolled it at favored. I rolled it at favored, which is a goodness thing because I had rolled a Sauron, so I can ignore that since it was favored. And then I got to do some math. Uh, uh, so that is a great success. Okay, uh, and you did take into account the plus two. I'm sorry, I was I was checking. Uh, you didn't take into account the plus two for parry and everything. Uh, so my total was 22. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're in the clear. You're, I think your TN for strength is like 13, so you're good. Okay. All right, and so then um, great success. So the sword would normally do five damage. Uh, I had rolled a six on my D12, so I'm not really going to be able to do anything with that. So instead, I'll just add my strength. I think is probably the wise thing to do and bring that up to 
13 damage. Okay. Uh, you said that, I'm, I'm sorry, what did you say your, your feet die roll was? A six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 13 total points. All right. Very nice. Yeah. I think All that's probably the smart thing to do. I thought about doing like the, the parry kind of a thing with the extra, but I think the extra damage is probably the better thing. We'll find out. We'll find out in a second when it goes to swing at you. Yes, uh, we will. And so it turns for a moment, stares at Hollis, who's kind of trying to harass it, and it kind of like, and the night as it does, you manage to, you know, kind of thrust the sword uh, right into its side, and it reaches its giant, giant arm down. It's just thick as a log and just swats the blade. You almost lose control of it as the weight of it and the force of the of, of the swing just kind of shoves the blade back down into the mud, but you're able to like step back for a second. Gilly, what would you like to do? Real quick, Jeff, uh, it's a 14. I always forget heavy blow isn't an, another additional one. We've it's a moved on weapon. to Gilly's turn now. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs> Go All ahead, right. Gilly. Uh, I'm going to shoot it with my bow. And right. uh, since Quint and Hooper haven't been used, I'm going to take the extra dice from them. And like basically in doing so, Gilly like calls out for them to like bite its ankles. I got a great success. Okay. Uh, and you, again, don't forget to take into account the plus two to parry, even, even on this, like even on the... Uh, yeah, I got 23 okay. total, so... Oh, yeah, you're, you're fine. So right. I did a total... I didn't have enough to make it roll for an injury, okay. but it is taking eight damage. Eight damage. Very nice. Okay, so as it turns around to try to swat away... Uh, a rineal sword. It takes an arrow right underneath its neck. It feels the the nipping of Hooper and Quint at its ankles, uh, and it is it is getting peppered now and surrounded. However, it is its turn now. Uh, yes. And so I am, and it I'm is scared. also weary, right? Because of uh, Floy, it's all enemies. Uh, yeah, yeah. The great success might too. The great, well, the great success I think kicks it up to uh, might, might two creatures. Right. Does it, is yeah. it all? It's, it's all might two creatures. Yeah. Okay, it's originally, a originally, originally it's all, all might one, but then it bumps it up all might two. Okay. Yeah. Cause I thought it was like great success was might two. And then extraordinary success was like every creature. Like oh, I can double check real quick. Yeah. I just read it. It's on a success. The enemy's morale has been shaken and all opponents with might one are made weary. Um, and then with the other one, it's all adversaries with might two. There are, there are theoretically adversaries that can go above might two. Cause there's like That's nameless terrifying. things and stuff like that. So. Uh, okay. Yes, that is terrifying. Uh, let's see. I mean, you guys have faced them. So, uh, all right. Uh, so let's see. Who is in range? Um, well, Arineal's in range. Uh, so I think it's going to go ahead and take a swing at Arineal. You are, however, in protective stance. I'm going to burn some hate to get a bonus on this. Yeah, this is where I go down, just so everyone knows. It's like, There's no three. real way around that. <laughs> all right, so the... So basically the hate I'm burning is counter counteracting your, your protection role. Um, and then I am technically weary, which is what? Three twos and ones, right? Correct. Ignore those. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think. Okay. Here we go. First roll. Okay. Well, I did get one, two. That's going to get canceled. Uh, so that going to, it's going to go off to the side. Uh, six. Plus six, plus five, 17 to hit. 
Uh, yes. It does? Holy shit. Uh, yeah, my, okay. my parry is uh, 16. Okay. Uh, so it's, so that's with its, so it's just big, basically it's got this, we'll call it maybe a, maybe it picks up one of these floating logs and is now hammering it down on top of you. Uh, so it's, uh, so it's a 17. One of them was a six. Um, I'll do heavy blow. Uh, so that's going to be 15 points of damage. Yeah. So this is going to take me down to zero under it. Okay. So, uh, as, as it's sort of take it's taking the arrow, you can see the Hooper and Quint are jumping up, wrenching bits of flesh uh, from its sides. Uh, it 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 it's looking over and it's seeing its mate now, defeated and on the ground, and just goes rips like basically a tree stump out of the ground and smashes it right down into Rineal, who goes just sinking into the mud. Then. Um, uh, I'll have it swing at one. I'll have it swing at Hollis, I guess, uh, rather than saying, so, so yeah, we'll have it swing at Hollis. Uh, we'll just see how this goes. Well, that would have been a better roll for a Rineal. Uh, that's a lot of twos. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's going to end up probably missing cause it's only a 13 total, uh, as it's going to turn around and it's going to try with sort of that same tree stump, just sort of hurl it right at Hollis. But Hollis flattens really fast, and you see the tree stump just barely scraping like his 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 like kind of cloth cap, and then it goes stumbling into the into the marsh behind him. Uh, and that is the end of that round. Let's go to the top of the round. Uh, Floyd Daggett, you staying in forward stance? Forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys are going to move in. I'm assuming on the the last of the trolls, uh, Arineal, you're down. So we don't need to worry about your stance currently. Uh, Gilly, you're still going to remain in rearward, I assume. Yes, and you, please. You have all surrounded this thing. Uh, very big. Uh, but I would say because of how many people are around it now, you can all take a bonus die for outnumbering it just because there are now one, two, three, four, five targets around it. Uh, so Floyd, you're up. Or Daggett, either order. All right, doing a classic, just swinging out of his legs again. Go for it, man. Six extra here because I have four proficiency, one for forward, and one for the surrounding outnumbering. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> Go to town. I got a Gandy with a six, so it's great success. Okay. Uh, Gandy. You'll need a protection of 20. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I do have... Let's see. I have... I do have some armor. Okay. 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 Uh, I will burn a hate to get an extra armor die. Uh, all right. So that is a 10 on my feet die, a six, a four, a three, and a one. Uh, I think he's still weary, right? Is he still weary? No, just for the one attack. Okay. Then he's good. Then he's good if that's the case. Uh, so he does not take the wound. So he hits his, he hits 24, I think. Okay. You block the injury, but you'll take a 14 damage on top of it. Oh boy. Uh, okay. So you take your, you take Kobar's cleaver and you just sink it and you create this vertical slice kind of moving down the, the backside of this thing, blood splurting out. Oh my goodness. Uh, dag it. All right. Uh, so I'd like to use uh, either Hooper or Quint for a bonus die. Uh, 
did you say each dog gives a bonus die? Sure. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be six dice there. And then I'll go ahead and take an audience die for seven because that just sounds fun. Okay. This, you know, all these trolls were trying to do was put their kids <laughs> through college. <laughs> and then you guys come invading their home. Two weeks away from retirement. Two week, yeah. Two weeks away from retirement. <laughs> you believe retirement. I didn't roll a single fucking six? Um, <laughs> Karma. Karma. And it was a one on the feet die. Uh, but I think it still hits. Let me check with Perry. 5, 10, 15, uh, 16, 17. Uh, I needed a 15. So yeah, I do still hit, but okay. nothing else. Just oh man, waste. all those dice. That's a shame. What yeah. a shame. Yeah, that's my shame, luck, guys. That's my luck. <laughs> that's such that's a shame. shame. How much shame? I get so jealous how often you guys roll sixes. You, you, Jeff, especially. You roll three or four sixes every time you roll. It's because when I roll my dice, uh, I cheat. Uh, no, it's because I roll a lot of them. <laughs> I burn all this hate and I'm just rolling tons of dice. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, give me your damage. Uh, sorry, yeah, six endurance. I'm sorry, did you say six? Yeah, just six. You know, you know, Gilly did eight. You know what? I rolled a one on the feet die. <laughs> I rolled another six. So I'm lucky I hit. Uh, speaking of Gilly, comes to you now. Uh, did we use all of them, Quint Hooper and Hollis? Uh, definitely use the dogs. Uh, I think Melissa used Hollis on the first. I don't think, Floyd, did you use Hollis? No, I didn't use him. All right, Hollis is still okay. uh, still usable. I'll take Hollis, and then if I can have an audience dice smell. Got it. Hell yeah. Okay, so I definitely hit. I succeed that, and I got one bonus six, and I got a 10 on my 10s die. Okay. I'm getting shown up by the halfling. All right, I will burn another hit. I'm a hobbit. Get an extra (laughs) die for my protection roll. Uh, that is a Sauron on my 12. And I just rolled like so many fours. That's a lot of fours. Uh, four, eight, 12, You just got to get to 16. Uh, well, my fours alone get me to 16. Uh, and okay, then yeah. I have my Sauron on top of it. So I am good to go. Uh, take another uh, well, still take eight your damage. damage. Okay. Eight, huh? Guys, yes. uh, I'm, I'm an English professor. Math's not necessarily my best subject. Eight is more than six, right? It is more than six. More than six? Just want to make sure. Okay. Oh, wait. Is Steven frozen? Oh, he's there. No, I'm here. I was I was <laughs> harassing you, and I wasn't getting any reaction. I'm sorry. I was feeling really bad about it. I was like, jeez, man. Come on. This is, this is, some, this is some great age. Jeff, don't be such a on. jerk. <sighs> All right. It will be uh, this hill troll stalker's turn. There are now two player characters uh, right up in the biz, two heroes, and it wouldn't be right to attack non-hero characters. So I'm going to attack the hero characters. Uh, it's going to try to hammer. Hammer's the worst. So it's going to hammer Floy, and I'm going to go ahead. Originals right there. You might just finish her off. Just <laughs> kill her just kill wow, Floy. <laughs> Jeez. Well, he just kind of nudges Arendil's so body forward. I, I was actually wondering about that. If shield. Floyd just kind of got up and just sort of like kicked Arendil. What? I'll just way. call you a hero. <laughs> oh my God. That's another Sauron. 
All right. Uh, it's 10, 15, 16, and a Sauron. So, yeah, it's a hit. I got one extra six. Go ahead and make a, uh, a protection roll, Floy, against injury rating 16. Okay, you can see the glowing of my runic armor, myth- mithril armor. The runics kind of glow. It gives me... I'm not weary for the protection roll, and I get a plus three Absolutely. as well. Okay. Target a 16. Oh, yeah, it's a great success. All right, you're good to go, but you will take 15 points of damage. Go ahead and knock back to take seven. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah we roll down. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we round down. Uh, so seven, uh, as you get knocked back, and you'll spend your next major action recovering your position. Then for the other attack, which is the crush, I'm going to go after Daggett, and he's just going to reach back with two arms. <laughs> And just try to bring both giant fists down on top of the other dwarf, the dwarf that was responsible for killing the mother of this uh, of this troll's child. Uh, okay, so you are in forward stance, correct? Two, two, three. I'm take my. Okay, here do you go, Daggett. Well, on the good the good news here, Dag, is I don't think I hit you as I rolled a gandy. Ooh, so did you take no the one good. for forward? What's that? I did, but I still rolled a Gandhi, so that's not going to ha- happen. It's only going to it's going to end up only being a 12 to hit. 12 no good, right? Uh 12 is no good. Wow, that's like the first it time does. you've ever not hit me. So, as he brings down, you sort of tumble out of the way, much like the cartwheels that you were doing with your with your rustic girlfriend in in west of the Shire. <laughs> that rocky montage of, of tumbling. Rural <laughs> Rural Gilly, my favorite. That's my favorite character. All right, new round, Floyd. You have uh, you have stepped to this. You have stepped back. Uh, Arineal, you are down. Daggett, you're still up in there. Gilly, you are in range. Uh, so, Daggett, are you staying in forward stance? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, Floyd, um, are you staying in forward? As I guess it doesn't really matter too much as you're stumbling up. Uh, I think I have to switch here because I'm just recovering. So I'll go okay. defensive. Okay, sounds good. Gilly, I'm sure you're still in ranged. All right, so Daggett, it's going to start with you then as Floyd stumbles back into the fight. What would you like to do? Uh, same thing. Do we still get the die for outnumbering? Uh, well, you know what? Go with ahead. Floyd gone? Yeah, that's okay. no, Floyd, I'll say Floyd stumbled back up first. Uh, and then I'll take the die for Hooper, and I'll take an audience die again because I can't roll a six for the life of me. All right, let's see if you can do it this time. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I get to reroll one of these because I don't have enough dice. Uh, no sixes. And uh, I did improve. I have a two on the feet die instead of a one. Uh, these dice are cursed, but that is five. Wow. Uh, 14, 16. That is a hit still. So I'm doing six endurance damage again. You gotta Six. recharge your dice, dude. Six hole. I mean, you can't even. It's, he's he still hasn't even. Okay. I don't know what's going on, guys. I, God, I'm having a bad are, day. You guys really need to do some piercing blows here. You guys are always doing this the hard way. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, it's still up, uh, and then we'll go to Gilly because I think okay. yeah, Reniel's down. Floyd stumbled back. So we can then, also grab five for advantage to try to increase the chance of. Something good. 
Sure. For and then favored. I'm going to use the, the other two NPCs. Burn through those audience dice. Oh, thank Burn God through. you told me to spend that because did I did you get a Sauron? Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> I did too last time. I did too. Sorry. 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 Uh, still got a great success though. Okay. Um. Oh, I had a nine on my tens die, so I'm going to spend that to get it to a ten. Please roll for an injury. Yay, uh, finally. I'm going to burn a hate. This is my second attempt. I'm going to burn a hate to get an extra die on my protection roll. Let's see. Eight, 11, 17, 21, 25 Damn, on my protection roll. Damn, you did it. Mine's have, a 16. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they have... Uh, they have Three base armor, so uh, yeah, they're pretty good there. Okay, still trying. Uh, four damage. Absolutely, that's that's the way to do it. Four damage. So, if you remember before when I mentioned how that stuff works, it's going to apply now. As this, okay. your shot, it looks like it gets it in the back of the neck, and you see for a moment it sort of falls, and you think, Gilly, maybe you've taken it down, but as it's stumbling, falling, it reaches back. It wrenches, it wrenches the arrow free. You see like a chunk of flesh and blood fly out and it just snaps it in its hands and throws it into the face of Arineal's body on the ground. Uh, and oh. I'm, go I'm going to tap into its hideous toughness ability, which basically first time it goes to zero with endurance, it instead takes a piercing blow. And then if the creature is still alive, which in this one's case it is, it returns mm -hmm. to full endurance. So the good news is, is that because it's taken a piercing blow, its might goes down by one. It means it can only take one attack per turn now. Uh, but it okay. is still up, and it's got full endurance now. So uh, what that means is Daggett's only going to take one attack. Uh, so there's that, because it's going to go to... Perennial's right there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were like kicking a renial out of the way and now you just keep kicking a renial's body towards it. <laughs> like yeah. You were you were have so many bruises yeah. when you wake up. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, I'm still forward. Okie doke. Uh well that's two sixes and eight. Uh it's five. Okay, so that's I have two endurance, so that's just 14, call it here. Yes, yeah, it's, it's twenty something. Uh okay, so you're going to go down, obviously, but I am going to go ahead and use one of those sixes uh, to cause a piercing blow. Uh, so I'm going to kick my my die up plus two uh, to a ten, making it a piercing blow. So go ahead and roll a protection roll against injury sixteen. Uh, yeah. So how do Sauron's affect that? <laughs> Uh, well, oh. Just like anything else. Just like anything okay. else. You just don't count. Uh, so it counts as a zero. The good news is that I actually rolled two sixes this time. Cool. Um, so that was uh, 11. Uh, two sixes is 12. I'm sorry. <laughs> 21. Oh, God, I'm so bad at math. I got a six, a six, a four, a four, and no, a one. I and I saw I was, six and four, and I'm like, that's okay. 10 plus one. I just want to state for the record that six plus six is twelve. I just I think there's been some confusion. Okay. So you don't I take still the have injury. COVID brain. I'm sorry. You don't take the injury, but you do end up taking fifteen points of damage. As I'll use the other six to increase the damage, which I'm assuming is enough to knock you down. Yeah, I'll take knockback. <laughs> still, still enough, I think. Right? Not with my math. 
<laughs> I trust your math here, buddy. All right. So we have two down now. So Daggett and Irineal. Let me go ahead and just put some blood on top of them really fast. Let's go ahead and put a little blood right there. So we're confused. It's down to Floy. It's down to Gilly. It's down to a new round. Floy, are you going back into forward stance? I'm going to try and stick with defensive here. Okay. Coward. Uh, Gilly, I'm assuming you're staying in rearward. Uh, yeah. Best okay. chance for damage that I've got. <laughs> okay. Floy, you're up, man. And don't forget, you got three NPCs. You can get some bonus yeah. die from here. Try to yeah, use them here. Yeah, you can use them all if you want. Uh, I'll use two of them. I'll use the dogs. Have them help me out. Would that you like great. advantage? Floy doesn't need uh, advantage. I don't need it. I'll, t- I'll take a... Uh, I'll use hope, though. Maybe tap into that. <laughs> Seeing two companions drop, hope? maybe maybe hope be useful. Well, I don't think it will be. You guys aren't bailing anymore, right? You you guys are... That's for shadow. Uh, you can just use got, it to extra D6, right? Man, you're asking me questions. I'm pretty sure. I think we determined that. Yeah. It was any skill check, right? Go ahead and use it. It's fine. I don't remember. All right, I'm using it. Yeah, go ahead. It's fine. I'll take that hope. I don't care. Give me those resources. This is just, (laughs) this is just, this isn't even the boss. This is just a, it's just a little hiccup along the road. All right, no sixes out of all those dice. So yeah. it'll be seven damage. <laughs> wow. least, hey, hey, it could be worse. It, it could, could be, worse. be six. It could be six damage. So, but it's not. Okay. Yeah. You guys really need to do a freaking wound <sighs> to this guy. Yeah. Uh, Gilly, you can take Hollis. Go for it. I will take Hollis. I'm worried about you guys here. Yeah, me too. Jeez, so are we. So are we. Uh, Gilly's dad's name is Tolman. T-O-L-M-A-N. He is totally a pothead. Holman Kettlegrass. 19. So I hit. Okay. Um, And that is uh, an extraordinary success. Okay. Uh, I cannot bump it up to for a wound, though, but that's 12 damage. 12 damage. Wow. You are showing up the dwarves. That's That's where I cap at is 12 (laughs) Uh, I don't think I've ever done more than that. Okay. It's still up. It's going to look around. It's going to see Floy is the one up close doing the most amount of damage. It's <clears> going to focus on Floy. It's got only the one attack. Floy, you're in protective stance now, which is actually going to remove one of these die. Uh, oh, man. Do I want to burn a hate? I'll burn a hate. Ugh. Okay. A lot harder to hit you when you're in protective. Now that I, now that I look at... A lot of dice in my hand right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh boy. Uh, fifteen. How is that? It meets. So I think it's enough. Does it? Does it really? Yeah. Oh okay. gosh. Uh, no extra sixes, so it's a flat seven points of damage. Oh my god! Like me, a one endurance. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has got arrows sticking out of it. It's got chunks of its flesh bitten off by these dogs. You see huge. Like just gashes all throughout its body, and it just swings down at you. And you can tell it's it's starting to get weary, starting to slow down, but still manages to kill, clip you, Floyd. Uh, Floyd, what stance do you want to go in? Hmm, I'll keep defensive. Defensive, Seems working all right. I, I mean, I hit you still, but <laughs> it was it was really <laughs> it was close. pretty close. It was close. Uh. Yeah. Gilly, you you charging in? You charging in? 
Come on. Is it like, no. 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 <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. Floyd, go ahead. You're up. All right. I'll do the same thing. Get the dogs to distract a bit. Apply okay. hope. Man, I am. Good, good news for you guys is I am actually running out of hate. So I don't have many uses of hate left. Oh, that's a 10 with two sixes. Extraordinary. Oh, my gosh. There you oh. go. Coincidental. <laughs> Double that heavy blows. Right as I say I'm running out of hate. I will still use one of my remaining hate to get an extra die in the protection roll. Okay. Um, all right. Here we go. Oh, God. Uh, well, that's a one on the feet die. Uh, but I did, however, still manage to get a 16. Injury 20. So you'll take one here. Floy, describe your heel. Oh, I, I grasp both my hands, the kilt of Kobor's axe. Seeing my allies fall one after another. I feel this tingling inside me, that hope that this strike will finish it. I bring it down, both of its legs go clean off, and it just collapses. Like a tree in the forest just goes falling over, bounces onto the ground. The earth shakes. It lands on top of a rineal and daggett. And activate the ability to cleave them. All goes quiet, and you have defeated these two trolls. Uh, man, that was a really bad time to roll a one on my feet die. God dang it. Uh, all right. So we'll take a look. Gilly, you can see Hollis is here. Hooper's here. Quint's here. They're kind of going, they're checking the bodies of the trolls to make sure they're actually down. They're probably doing some last like stabs with blades or spears. Um, you see Quint and Hooper are kind of up in the faces of Arineal and they're kind of like licking her face a bit uh, as they are friends of Arineal, if you recall from way, mm-hmm. way back. First episode, actually. And they were like licking her face, trying to get her, uh, kind of get her to wake up. They were completely ignoring Daggett. Uh, Gilly, Floyd, what would you like to do? Uh, Gilly's just going to check uh, both of them, do healing rolls if necessary to to patch them up. Uh, sure. Try I mean, they only rouse them awake. Neither of you guys took wounds, I don't think. Correct. No, you guys just had your endurance, so you'll come back up. You can go ahead and roll a heal test to see if, like, you can probably pop them up pretty fast. So check to make sure they're all okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Extraordinary. They're up. Okay. So, yeah, you managed to, over a few minutes, kind of like get them kind of back up. Arineal, Daggett, you both. I have smelling salts, and I just crack one underneath Daggett's nose. Your head just pops straight up as you (laughs) suddenly roused back to Earth. Uh, Arineal, you wake to the feeling of like that kind of leathery, rough, Mm-hmm. like warm tongue of a dog just licking your face and you can see both hooper and quint these these hound dogs just right over top of you licking your face so that dog breath is uh mm-hmm. pretty uh, like the smelling salts were over by dogging but this is like double yeah. dose of dog breath right d- down boys d- Qu- hooper quint leave her alone she's oh. okay sorry about that a renewal they uh they were worried about you oh no no and she kind of you know, kind of cracks one eye open and kind of looks around to make sure that there are no more standing trolls. Oh, that hurt. That that hurt. Uh, hey, we were looking for you, Hollis. 
I was tracking one of these trolls. It's been a uh, strange few uh, few weeks within the the Midgewater Marshes and the Chetwood here, and uh, I was keeping an eye on this one. Couldn't quite find the lair, and lo and behold, I heard the sound of fighting, and and I see you all out here. I'm glad to see you are all, you're all right. Uh, he kind of looks over at Taggart, and he, uh, well, uh, hello there, Mr. Dwarf. Um, Hollis Oak Stout. This is Hooper. Is my nose crooked? Uh, uh, yes. Very, very much so. Um, oh, I was hoping he'd straighten it out. Uh, it looks like it's taking a couple different turns, like it's a Z or something. Um, Bill's right, character. Well, maybe next time. I could snap it back into place. Uh, I'll hold off for now. If you're sure. Uh, Hollis, Daggett, Daggett, Hollis. Pleasure, uh, Master Dwarf. Uh, did you hear news of Elise? I, uh, I haven't seen her in like a month. It seems she's missed our rendezvous a few times. She's uh, injured. You can see that like, he gets very concerned looking at his favor. Injured how? What do you mean? Oh, is it one of these trolls? No, I I don't know what type of creature it was, but I we can't heal it. But what do you mean you what do you mean you can't heal it? You're uh you're all uh, what about Alcott? She's a uh, accomplished here, the postuses things, and even even what Alcott's learned, what I've learned, nothing nothing is is helping. But but, well, what kind of wound is it? Is it poisoned? Is it poisoned? I, I can help. I, I can. I'll know these these marshes, these woods. I, if you need to find, if you need to find something, I, I can find all the herbs. Anything you need, just just say what you need, Miss Kettlegrass. Just say what you need. We don't know what type of poison it is. What do you mean? I don't. But sure, sure, she's uh, she's going to be okay, right? I she's. Think, I think she's going to be okay. You need to come back to town with us. I'm not, I'm not allowed back in there. We've been through this before. We've got clearance for you to come back. In fact, they're willing to pay us a small fortune to bring you in. There's a warrant on me. No, no that's and He that's seems not like he's kind of defensive all of a sudden. It, like, I thought we were friends. No, they no, want no, you okay. to take care of your mom. Yeah. And like realization kind of done. She's finally done it, has she? she I know yeah, she'd wear she, someone down eventually. She finally found the correct target. She's a sweet old lady, isn't she? Sweetest. She's okay, she, right? She's fine, right? She's been arrested. She, well, she arrested. is under a bit of house arrest at the Reeves, and he has. She, she threw a pickle jar in his face. <laughs> it sounds like mom. It sounds like mom. Yes, she did. Probably hit him square in the eye, I'd imagine. No, no. It's quite infected. I attempted to heal it uh, to no avail. It is now more infected than it was before. But she was 
intentional or otherwise, she has so irritated the man that he is willing to uh, trade your freedom to come back to Bree if you will bring her back to her house and away from his. Well, um, I suppose... uh... She has stated that she's an elderly woman, and if she doesn't have someone taking care of her, then it is the duty of the Reeve. So sounds like sounds like mum. He's reinstated your citizenship. So, well, this is um, this is uh, quite a lot of news to take in. My best friend in the whole world is on a deathbed. Any kind of like like a question he asked to you, Gilly Hunt. And my mum arrested, but I can come back. I'm confused. I, normally my life has been the bad news. Bad things happen to Hollis. And good things happen to others. This is not the way it's supposed to work. No, yeah, we can go back. I, I can bring me dogs, right? Yes. Okay, okay. All right. Um, anything more you need to do around here? I think it's just the two of them. I haven't seen more. Just the two. I think we should avoid any more for now. You, you, you don't look too... If I'm more my saying, you don't look too good. All of no, I kind of got hit. Coming out of the den. Well, it's getting quite dark now and we don't want to linger. There's more than trolls that have been creeping into the woods and the marshes of late. And, and they are aggressive. Hooper and Quint and I, we don't even stay in the marshes anymore. There's spirits that have been coming up out of the mud and water that they have been getting more and more aggressive. They've run us out of every hiding place I've had. We've been staying in the, in the trees. But even those are starting to get twisted. And strains afoot here, I think. But yeah, well, hey, if we can get back into the into the villages, I, I think we should. Okay, I agree. What have you heard of deer? We heard that there was something harvesting their antlers. Well, it's these these trolls it's here, the they trolls. have a taste for it, apparently. I uh I found more than a few carcasses here. A few of the Swamp creatures as well, serpents and things, they just sort of tear through them a bit, you know. They like to take not just the meats, but the antlers, the teeth, the fangs, in the case of the serpents, and sometimes the bones. Who's to say why the trolls do such things? I don't know. Um, but uh, but no, it was these, these, these two here. They were a little bit more than I can handle. I was going to try to... I was I was keeping an eye on them as best I could. Like I said, I couldn't quite find the lair until recently. And I was going to tell Elise about and see if she could talk old Cole Pickthorn into sending some wardens up to help us clear him out. But like I said, she hasn't, hasn't been around. Now I know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I um, should... it's dark days lately. Yeah. It has drawn. There's something. I'm not sure. You can feel it, can't you? Or maybe it's just me. Maybe I just know these places too well. I've been out here so many years on my own, but 
in the woods, they've got a they've got a bad aura to them, like something like something foul has gotten in here. A bit of a ways north, about half a day's march up up north. There, you can there's a run of trees that are, they look as gnarled and twisted as my my mum's hands. Earth is black. And there's, there's been birds. Lots of them. We've noticed Flocks birds of them. too. And they just, and they don't feed on nothing. They just, they just like they're looking for things, you know. And they just spawn on you. You just walk through the, you walk around and you swear someone's watching you. And we're running out of places to go. Each water is filled with the dead coming back and the chitwood with these creatures I don't know what it is it's, I'm not too thrilled about the folk of breed to be honest but I damn well would rather stay within them walls than I would out here any longer that's for sure I agree we have come you got across me convinced. many of these evils in our travels and I'm thankful that you may be safer inside Bree. I think all of us all of us could probably be safer. I think a stiff wind might take out a lot of you right now and there's more than a few stiff hot breezes coming through. It's been very dry of late, not a lot of rain. Don't let the water around here in the mud fool you. This place around here this little mound you're looking at. This used to be a pond. You could wade out into it, up to your neck. Now, it's barely up to my ankles. We've had the hey. coldest winter that we've had. Yeah. Mom says 50 years. Yeah. Well, fell winters before my time, but Mom, she was a, she was a young one when it came through and it was a bad time, she says. Very bad. Anyhow, we shouldn't linger. We should move. They got a whistles over. Hooper, quick, come on. Up ahead. They'll, they'll keep an eye out in front for us. Don't worry. You see them kind of like lope off in front of you. Mm-hmm. Slowly, as it were. Ernie groans as she stands up. He's got Daggett spooked. Daggett won't say it, but he's definitely like looking over his shoulder at every every little shadow. And you, I would say, no, no check necessary. You do periodically hear the sounds of ruffling tree, you know, tree limbs and leaves and such, which are, if you recall, they're like kind of dried out and browned a bit, but you you hear the sounds of stuff ruffling. You see like a like a shrubbery nearby, this like kind of withered dry shrubbery just suddenly start to move and you see eyes kind of light up in the shadows here and there. You do all get the sense you are being watched. Just grip Hast- my axe even tighter. Hastily. Okay. All right, so uh if I could, I uh, could someone I mean, actually, let me double check one thing really fast. Um, so I'm, almost, I'm just ch- trying to double check how far you guys came up. Oh, yeah, yeah I think you guys are okay. Um, 
everyone go ahead and roll a travel test. We're going we're gonna to treat this as travel as you are now trying to push through the Chetwood. You're on the edge of the marshes. You're trying to get back. It's dark. You don't got to worry about scouting. Hooper and Quint are kind of keeping an eye on that for you. Um, Hollis is kind of bringing up the rear, looking behind uh, as you guys are lumbering through. But you've just finished traveling throughout the day. You spent all of the day searching around. Mm-hmm. Then you got into this terrible fight just as evening fell. And now you're pushing through. So um, everyone make that travel test. And let me know how you do. Okay. So just literally the travel skill. Yeah. 24, great success. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, pass for me. Because I'm good at travel. Nice. 15 fail. Uh, Gilly, you can just go ahead and take an extra point of uh, travel fatigue, we'll say, because technically we didn't actually end that. So I'm going to go ahead and say this, this this detour has caused some additional fatigue for you, Gilly. Uh, nine fail. Same. Uh, well, you don't technically take it, but I'm going to say it's going to count in this case because you did go down. Sure. Um, so we'll say it counts in this case. Okay. Uh, but I will say eventually you do, it, it's it's ours, uh, but you do eventually reach Coombe. Uh, you'll hit Coombe before you hit Bree. Uh, Coombe does not have the like the the walls and such that Bree has. Uh, it's more of kind of like open countryside, slopes of the hills, farmland, etc. And you will get there basically midnight-ish, um, very dark. Uh, you see an occasional candle uh, kind of flickering here or there, probably or a lantern kind of left a light. Uh, but for the most part, the village is quite dark. Uh, what would you like to do? Aren't I want Alcott's in Coombe. Alcott is in Coombe, yeah. Alcott's sweet root. The sweet roots, they uh, they live in Coombe. Uh, that's where Elise has been staying and has been being cared for, yeah. Uh, your family lives uh, in Bree, I believe. Brie. We've decided, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Arunio would like to see the uh, reunion of Marge and Hollis. Okay. So, you guys continue to push to Bree. And we'll say after a kind of an awkward exchange uh, at the sort of the the main entrance to Bree, where you answer a few questions and such, but eventually are able to get through, uh, you are you're let into the town, uh, and you're going to go right to Cole Pickthorn's home, the Reeves home. Got to get paid. Knock we on the door say as soon as possible. <laughs> and you and you hear. Uh, you hear, call you, old twat. Someone's knocking at the door. Who? Who's knocking at the door that's so late at night? And you just hear the sounds of Marge's gravelly old voice. And you see next to you, a horse is like, oh, mom's voice. It's like an angel, isn't it? He's just wafting down like, like wind through the, the trees. A whistling it is, right? Yeah, she'll be uh, excited to see you. She used to sing me lullabies and such to get me to sleep when I was a young boy with that voice. You can imagine how delightful it was. Eventually, you see the door open up, and lo and behold, there is Cole Pickthorn in his sort of sleeping robes. He's got one of those one of those caps kind of off to the yes. side. His eye is sort of swollen and red at this point. It looks like he hasn't shaved for a few days. He's kind of started to grow this uh, this bit of. Um, it's a kind of kind of like a it's, it's way more way worse than five o'clock shadow, and it looks like he hasn't slept at all. And when he opens his eyes, he kind of looks at you all, and he's like, and he's just saying, "Do you know what 
Not Tom, it is. It's... Oh, thank, thank you so much. Hollis, it has never been better to see you. <sighs> no hard feelings. And, and Hollis just kind of looks at him and shakes his head. Oh, there's hard feelings, all right, mate. There's a lot of hard feelings. Now, where's my mum? And he's like, this way, this way. And so you see, like, he kind of picks Thor and steps off to the side, leads Hollis down the hallway a bit to the uh, to the door. A few of you are kind of coming in after. You hear the sounds of the dogs, and they're, like, tracking mud all over the floor, just, like, mud everywhere. Tails wagging, knocking stuff over. And every time something falls over and crashes, you hear Cole, like, pick Thor's like, oh, no, the dogs, what are you doing? And then finally you hear the voice, oh, it's my boy, my beautiful boy. And you see like Marge gets up out of the bed. She comes waddling over and throws her arms like right around like Hollis, who's probably twice her height at this point. Like she's got that old woman height as she continues to get hunched or more hunched and more hunched each year. And the two of them just sort of like break into tears and are just hugging and hugging and hugging. What are you guys doing? Arineal uh, is going to try to wrangle Hooper and Quint. Um, and so she's going to try to see if she can kind of get them maybe out to like a side yard or something. Um, so she's kind of trying to walk behind where they're going and trying to like catch and try to pick the things up. And then she's just going to try to see if she can. Yeah. Can I- you have a very good relationship with these dogs. Uh, so I will say no role necessary. Uh, Orkin Spalter TV. Thank you so much for that raid. Oh my God. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome. Uh, we are playing One Ring, second edition from Free League. Uh, we are, uh, yeah, we are hanging around in Bree currently. And uh, we've just reunited a, uh, a a mother and son, which sounds really heartwarming until like the, you know, the son's <laughs> like 40 and the woman and the mom's like 70. And she is just a mean, mean old lady. Uh, but She's it's a, a very treasure. Sweet she is a treasure. Marge Oakstout is a, a wonderful person. Uh, all right. So you all uh, are. So you're 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 getting Hooper and Quinn, you're getting the dogs together uh, and they're just kind of up in your face here and there. They jump up. They put their muddy paws on your on your already soiled and blood-stained jerkin that you've been wearing yeah. so you're fine yeah. there uh but their tails are still wagging they're knocking over like mason jars of like flour and things that are just kind of getting cast everywhere meanwhile cole pickthorn and like the reeve has just sort of slid down the wall at this point and is just openly weeping on the ground at this point what are the rest of you doing um, uh, there was mention of a small fortune and key to the city uh, payment upon receipt. And so he, he looks up at you, tears coming down, Cole. It's like, and remember, his eye is still swollen yeah. and infected with that, that pickle juice. And he looks up at you. <sighs> you're, you're, you're absolutely right, Mr. Dwarf. Come with me and... Would you mind giving him a hand up, sir? Just, uh, um, it's very late and I'm, I'm very, very tired. It is. I happily very... give him a hand up. Uh, come into my office, and he, he kind of leads you down the hall, which is covered in mud and flour and debris, glass from various like you know vases and stuff that have been knocked over. Oh, it's watch just your step. A, Oh, oh, right in your foot. Oh, come on. And then he again. You got to wear slippers. I know it's late, but you, you can't walk barefoot. It's my home. 
okay, you're all Mr. Duel. And he takes you into the office and he starts going through his desk and you hear the clinking of something and he picks up what looks like a, a bag, uh, this like rucksack bag, and he starts pulling out what looks like uh, several kind of coins and nuggets, like some silver and things like that. And he will give you, uh, he will give you what is the equivalent of 10 treasure. 10 treasure. I, I rolled, right. I rolled, I rolled two feet die and I took the better and I rolled a 10 and an eight. So either way it was going to be very good. And oh since we went to a different wow. room, Floyd didn't see this, right? Uh, well, Floyd, what have you been doing? I uh, just sort of watching the reunion happen. Seeing okay. everyone situated, all pretty Dang, weary. You didn't follow for the payment. I didn't follow you. That's oh, fine. Gilly okay. followed at least because she heard him as he stepped on the glass, and she's getting her bandages and stuff out to help heal him. <laughs> if he'll let me. Uh, you're trying to you're trying to help Cole, like that's your doing. Yeah, with, okay, so especially you, with like his okay. eye infection. So if you follow in. Uh, to the office where Daggett has now you're getting your your like I, I Daggett I would say probably you get the you get the feeling that he's miscounted like he's given you more than he probably should have and it's just a combination of his eyes being cloudy from the tears and from the infection it being extraordinarily late because it's probably 1 a.m. the equivalent of this at this point and his life has been miserable for the past week having to deal with Marge Oakstout that you get the sense that he's probably miscounted. Gilly comes in. Gilly, you see Daggett. He's you don't probably don't see all of the the coins or whatever it might be. Uh, but you see you you see that Cole the the Reeve flops back down into the chair, and you just you hear him just go, "Those oh, you make sure she's." I don't mean to be rude, but they have a home. It's just a couple blocks away. One of you mind escorting them back. This is such a meager payment. I I don't know if I would be doing more work. Uh, You know, doctoring costs more as well. No, it does not. I do not charge for that. Dag it. Don't be rude. We'll work out a a payment later. Did I I not give you uh, the agreed upon? It was hardly anything at all. We we risked our lives for this Um, and... You know, we went through the swamps. We we were ambushed by trolls to get him back. Trolls, trolls. Oh, oh my, my dear man, I'm so very sorry. Um, let me. I must have grabbed from the wrong. No, bag. it's. You oh, must have. Fine. I I'm honestly shocked. Dag it. And like so Gilly's looked, got like her hands okay. on her hips, and she's like she's tapping like one foot, and she's like, "Go check on Floyd and make sure that uh." They're being escorted home, please. Fortunately for you, good sir, we are very good natured and we don't do this for the money. So uh exactly. we'll just exactly we'll okay. say that you owe us the next time we come through. Uh that, that sounds reasonable, Mr. Dwarf. Thank you very much. Uh, uh yes, uh uh I owe you a favor. Absolutely. The good people of Bree, uh, they owe you a favor, indeed. Uh and uh, Daggett, as you leave, go ahead and just mark a point of shadow, by the way, for misdeeds. <laughs> uh, just going to take no resistance on that. Just take that. Uh, okay. Uh, Gilly, I'll say you're able to, going through your your packs and things, you're able to kind of drop some sort of solvent or whatever that help uh, kind of combat some of the sting that's in his eye. And you can see yeah. within 
within a few moments, his eye is kind of opening a little bit wider. He's able to blink. It's very, it's, it's sort of, it's very, uh, uh, kind of moist with, with like natural tears that are starting to form finally. And he just looks at you and he says to me, Miss Hobbit, I am exhausted. I think I'm just gonna go ahead and sleep right here. Would you, would you mind closing the door and seeing the rest of your party out and giving them my undying thanks? I appreciate it, so thank you. I'll lock up, please, and she'll like leave it. Do this at least once a day for the next three days yeah. and that'll clear your eye up, okay? Yes, yes, yes Miss, uh, I beg your pardon, I don't know your Kettle name. Kettlegrass. Miss Kettlegrass, oh, I, I know your parents. Yes, Tolman, yes. very lovely man, very lovely man. Very lo- I'll, I'll pass along. Uh, what? They must be very proud of you, uh, Miss Kettlegrass, very proud. Oh, thank you. All right, we'll get some rest. Uh, bandage, rebandage your foot in the morning. Yeah. Oh goodness. Yes, you're right. I should, you know, in the morning. I've already. She wait. already got it for now. But it, I didn't re- even see rest. it happening. You have you have a healer's touch, ma'am. A healer's touch. Thank you. All and right. then you you start to you start to go out. You kind of close the door and you hear thump as his head clearly just dropped on top of his desk and he is just like falling asleep at that point. Oh no. Okay. So, uh, Floyd, uh, Arineal, you are back. You're watching the reunion of mother and son, and they're like, they're crying, they're happy, they come out. And for the first time that you can ever remember seeing Arineal, Marge Oakstout has a smile on her face, and she looks up at you all like, Well, thank you so much, you sweet, wonderful people. You brought my boy back to me. Thank you. Thank you. You may not be the best of of worksmen, craftspeople, or cleaners. And my home might be in worse state now than it was a few years back before you started doing those chores. But none of that, none of that matters. Because you've brought my boy back. Come here, you sweet thing. And kind of, she pulls Hollis down, just all over the side of his face. And then he, she like kind of waddles over to her. And you, come here, you big ugly lug. Come here, you. And she's just trying to hug you at this point in this awkward way. Uh, and Aridiel is just sort of, cause like you've seen a person's face a certain way and then it looks mm-hmm. completely different. It's so it's weird. Really Faith, yeah, a smile a on her bit. face. He's like, ah, hi, <laughs> you know, it's so strange. But Aridiel. Left and right. Yeah. Uh, but Aridiel will, um, you know, kind of stoop a little bit and, um, you know, kind of stand sideways. So it's kind of a bit of a side hug and she'll. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Very okay. happy. Oh, God. oh, don't, you, no, don't Madam, squeeze. Oh, you smell oh. terrible. Have you been rolling around in the dirt? Uh, uh, we actually uh, you got it all to... over my gown. What's wrong with you? God, God, honestly, come on now. Oh, goodness. And there's blood stains and mud stains all over her nightgown now. Yeah, sorry. The, there were trolls, and Hollis oh, can tell you I the don't... story. Oh, goodness. That's fine. Just, you'll replace it in the morning. That's fine. Go to the market. I'm sure you can find one to replace it. Okay. I'll wake up home, son. And she's like brushing past now at this point. Brushing past. (laughs) All right, Hollis. Let's bring you and your mom home. And we'll say. catch you up with Elise in the morning. And we'll say that happens. You you take them home. They go back inside. That front gate is still squeaking for some reason. And that paint just never quite seems to dry right. But they go in, you depart. Do you go back to the kettle grasses? 
Yeah, we all go crash in my apartment. Yo, crash in Gilly's tiny, like, above garage apartment. They're there. I'm at my parents' house because I still have a bedroom there, too. Okay. Oh, my God. You're like, are you you an only child? Yes. (laughs) It sounds like Gilly's an only child. For sure. For sure. Definitely. I would be splitting the treasure, too. Uh, I would just. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to take it all from me. I was trying to get us all more. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I am tyrannical, so I'm going to decide how the split happens. Okay. Uh, I would give three to Floyd, and then two to Reniel, and two to Gilly. Okay, which leaves okay. you with three. With three. Yeah. Okay. Wow, you actually split oh. evenly with your dwarven friend. Okay. So these, these dwarves stick together. I just wanted the best deal we could get. Okay. So, question for y'all: um, We can do a full rest and all that kind of stuff. But I do think we probably should uh, go ahead. And if you want, say like the, the travel ended at this point, that's that makes sense. Probably, if you're gonna, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cause yeah. I imagine you're going to be sleeping. You're going to be trying to recover. Cause that's the case we're doing. We're doing full rests. If that's the goal here, then we'll say, we'll just uh, move to the end of the journey phase really fast. And then we can just start one up. It's no big deal. Um, okay. So just, um, just remember that um let's see if you all everyone go ahead and make a travel test reduce your fatigue by one plus one for each success icon you roll so if you succeed reduce it by one if you get any extra icons you can reduce it by one as well well do we still have dice yes we do can i have one success i failed mine if we only had one fatigue, we'd lose that one fatigue automatically. You have to succeed on your travel to get the yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I so I never roll this just because of my uh Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think Rangers. I've heard somewhere you don't take you don't take travel <laughs> fatigue. Yeah. Do you take you just got your ass kicked by a bunch of trolls and now you're traveling through the Chetwood in the dark fatigue? Because I think I do. You take that kind I of do. Fatigue. I do. It's it's on page. You didn't say traveling through the Chetwood though, so I, <laughs> I think that's debatable. Okay, it's uh, I'm going to go ahead and just have knock on the door, and suddenly there's it's Pink one. and a whole group of Bree wardens saying, "I think we gave you too much money last time today." <laughs> I think okay. you were. My pockets uh, are empty. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so okay, we can so then, take a prolonged rest. Right. So now, so what's basically going to happen is like now, since you're taking prolonged rest, some of that fatigue that you just took is going to start, you know, you get rid of one point of fatigue per prolonged rest you take in a sheltered and safe refuge, which this would count. So whatever you had, go ahead and, and just go ahead and, and reduce now. As night passes, no, no issues uh, at the Ethel Kettlegrasses. Morning comes in Bree. You feel a little bit better. Uh, you get your endurance back. You can recover one point of fatigue. I'll use fellowship to recover hope I spent as well. Okay, perfect. Uh, and uh, we'll... don't the ponies help us with travel fatigue as well? Good point, actually. Uh, you subtract the mount's vigor from your current fatigue total. Yes, good call. Okay, uh, I get two from mine. Yeah, and I get one. Okay. I don't know my mount's vigor. All these what, rich what, what's, members what's on of your, fellowship. I think your prosperity prosperity okay thank you yeah so that's the quality of the pony i think okay um so we'll say as you're all kind of getting that set set up we'll say 
Kettlegrasses come over. They invite you to breakfast. You see Prim and and, and Tolman are there. It's a big spread. They're very happy to see you. Uh, they're concerned because there are blood stains on your clothes. Uh, they insist that you take baths. They get the basin out, multiple basins out. They get fresh water from the stream, maybe from a well, perhaps. And you uh, you probably spend the morning eating, cleaning yourselves up. Uh, and then you tell me, what are we doing next? What's the What's the plan? So... I feel like we've got two options. We spend one more day. We go with Hollis to see Elise. Uh, maybe get one more rest and then head out. Or we just head straight out. I think it would be good to talk to Hollis. Not about him coming with us south, but when we head back north, if he would possibly come with. Yeah, other than that, I don't know that Arvinia would want to hang out too much. Uh, Floy, are you about ready to hit the road again? Yeah, don't have much business here. Okay. So just one more night. Okay. Um, do you want to do anything about Elise or anything else? I've written her off. <laughs> Fair enough, Daggett. That's a Gilly go question. Go ahead. And take There's no other healing that. that Gilly can do. Um, Not, but she, it, it's beyond your skill to heal. Yeah. Uh, Alcott has said, oh, so a girl, like I said, I'm, I'm mulling, sending a messenger to one of these, uh, elvish communities I've heard about. Uh, I've heard from, I've spoken with your, you know, our, our mutual friend, uh, and, uh, she's referencing, um, Oswald. Oswald said that uh, mm-hmm. it's possible elves might have a bit more um, knowledge in this. Um, he's, he's agreed to help draft a, a request. Of course, we need to find someone to take the message. I'm much too old for that. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we can find someone, though. There's merchants coming in and out. We can, we can speak with Lukey down at the Dwarf House. We can see if there's any... Merchants from the Blue Mountains that might stop by the, oh, what do they call it, the Grey Havens, perhaps, on the way on their return. Or uh, I know that sometimes we'll get those uh, merchants from Dale selling the toys and things. Maybe they can stop by this, I heard it's called Rivendell. Oswald says it's a supposed to be a, a beautiful elvish refuge. He's told me stories about it, shown me sketches and things. Perhaps some of them might be able to help us. I just hope that Messenger can get there and back in time before poor Elise. And she just sort of shakes her head and trails off. I do think a messenger should be sent. Um, are there any healers near Tharbad, maybe, who would know anything differently? That's that where place, we're headed. Far as I know, that place is a bit of a ruin. Uh, it's it's humans settlement, as far as I know, and the rumors are here that it's uh, it's run by a bandit. So I'm not sure you're going to find much much help that neither well help that's more potent than you or I. We're both pretty capable, True. I think, young lady. You know, 
I would like to think that Royal Bree is a bit more civilised than that place down south. Uh, we will eventually be heading towards the angle. Perhaps uh, we could also stop at Rivendell. I'll speak with my party, but I just worry about speedy and, uh, speed. Tharbad's a several days away. It's a week, perhaps, travel south, and then the angle. I'm not even sure where that is, but I'm sure it's nowhere near here because I've never heard of it. And then, um, however many days that's going to take, and then you got to return and you got to. I think we need to send someone now. If, well, if we have if we have Elise's best interest in that. Um, and and Gilly will offer up some like of the payment that she got from the Reeve to for payment for whoever will go and take this message. Oh, you are a sweet, sweet child. Thank you. So, I think this might help us in some way. We can pay someone to move a bit faster. Maybe uh, get a few few ponies to pull a wagon, something of that yeah. sort. Okay. Whatever you need. I'll, I'll, I'll see to it. Uh, Hollis was here this morning and I uh, spoke with him for a bit. He seems broken up. It was good to see him again, though he looks nothing like the man I remember. He's he's lost, oh, I don't know how many stone, and uh, I think he's aged probably twice as many years as he's been gone. But um, maybe I'll speak with him, see if he'd be willing to carry the message. He's very brave and they're very close. He is. Um, I would just, uh, yeah, the faster we can get it, just please be careful about the Chetwood. Uh, Hollis said it's it's grown very dark out there. We ran into trolls. Oh, uh, he mentioned that. He mentioned that indeed. We'll have a talk. We'll have a talk with Mr. Pickthorn. And uh, we'll we'll call the meeting of Coombe. We're gonna have at the we're gonna have a meeting. Well, within the next few days, the Coombe and Wardle of everyone around, all the farmers and villages and such, and we'll see if we can put together some sort of um, some sort of watch. Since we don't have uh, well, we don't have a lease now, do we? She was our early warning system. She's mm-hmm. the one who would be able to tell us about well. And perhaps Hollis could help train more dogs to have around Coombe. Well, if he's going off to send this message, I don't think he can do that. Maybe, maybe. Well, that's that's a few weeks away, I think. I I think Priority is trying to get help for Elise. But uh, since you all have other business, I won't keep you. Um, um, You go right ahead. Whatever you're doing, I'm sure, is very important. Very important indeed, and I'm sure Elise would want you to, to carry it out, undoubtedly. Just, uh, please, let, I've left uh, some money with my parents, so if you do need more, just let them know. Now, enough of that now, dear. You've helped enough. It's going, I don't want to hear any more of it. You've done your share. You've done more than your share. I'm not going to take any, any coin from you. Graham and I have got plenty. Mm-hmm. Now, off with you. Be right. safe. Gilly will give her a big old hug and then... Oh, oh okay. Oh, we'll <laughs> hug us now. Okay. Uh, pat you on the head. Uh, okay. You keep those uh, friends of yours healthy now. They certainly try me, but... <laughs> and she just laughs and I get good practice in. All right. 
And uh, Thank as you. you're leaving, as you're leaving, you hear, uh, you hear like the voice of Graham, uh, it's Kittle Chris. And he kind of looks around all sheepishly, I've got something for you. Oh. And you hear clink, clink, clink. And he's like picking up this package and he pulls back this small little bit of fur, like, like kind of like, it's almost like a, like a towel. And you yeah. see there's a couple bottles of what looks like some off white liquid. Give these to you, your, your friend, your dwarf friend. Tell them Graham says hello. Oh, of course. <laughs> Gilly just kind of laughs as she grabs it. And, uh, okay. Any other business that you want to tend to in Bree before we continue onward? Nope. I'm good. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should get on the road. Do you want to, are we doing one more prolonged rest here and then leaving or are we leaving today? Um, I'm, I think, I'm okay with setting off. Yeah. I, think I have the most fatigue. I have four still. Right. I mean, I was always taught that you go on a road trip first thing in the morning. Like you wake up, you know, three hours before daylight and then leave. But if you guys want to leave in the afternoon for it, that's fine. My dad would be so upset, you know, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I'm fine either way. It's up to you guys. No, I really don't care. So sounds, sounds like we're, like we're going. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're setting off. We're going. All right, so we're restarting the travel phase. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, what are our roles again? Any changes? Uh, do you guys still trust me to do the travel role? I mean, no. <laughs> I think we pretty much figured out that that's a horrible idea, but I don't know that we're going to change it either. I'll and change it if you guys want. You're just going down the, the road, right? You're sticking yes. to the road? Okay. Yeah. Like the previous. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so who's doing this? This is going to be, so travel is going to be Daggett? Keep it at Daggett, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hunter is still a renewal, is that right? Yes. Yep. Uh, you're still you're still the scout, Floyd. And yeah, I'm you're scout. The, okay, and you're the lookout, Gilly. Okay. Yep. We're good. Uh, so then as you depart, we'll say early afternoon, which again is very weird. I agree with you, Stephen. Uh, go ahead and uh, make that travel roll. As you depart once more through the same uh, th- same gates of Bree that you came in late, late last night. Uh, different that guards are set up. A regular success. A regular, just a regular success. Okay. All right. Hey, at least it was it's a, a success. success. <laughs> just a regular <laughs> success. Gotcha. Okay, let me... How many sixes do you think I can roll in a session? I already got two of them. All right, sorry. Just Get your quota for the day. Let me phase stuff up here really fast. Uh, all right, so that was success. Okay, so um, you depart the uh, you depart the gates of Bree. You start heading down the Greenway, the North South Road. Uh, you see off to the west the hills, the Barrow Downs. Uh, on the other side of which you know is the old forest of Renew. You've spent some time there in a broken and sort of a broken ruin, probably two Yule phases ago or so. I think with some you know with a friend or two. Um, off to the east, you can see the rolling hills of the South Downs. Uh, at the intersection immediately outside of Bree, where the Great East Road and the Greenway intersect, you can see merchants, you can see farmers. In the immediate areas around the Bree lands, you do see some scattered farmland as well. So for the first day, you're probably still seeing a not insignificant number of people either on the road or, or homesteads. But as, uh, as, you know, as day turns to night and as night turns to day and 
another day or so passes, you've kind of moved uh, a bit of the way down. And let's see who I'm going to need to roll. Uh, Scout, so Floy, why don't you go ahead and give me your explore test? Explore, I've got two pips. I failed. Okay. So you... Let's see on the bright side. Okay. All right. You wake up one morning and you can see that it was sort of a, like it was a, it was a very dry, it's been a very dry season. It's uh, late spring, early summer at this point, very hot, very warm, but no rain has really been coming down. So it's been kind of a, a sort of a rough go of it of late. Uh, and I would say after a day, it's, it's, it's been a struggle for you to find like little streams and ponds to kind of refill your, uh, like refill your skins and such. And so Floy, as you're kind of moving off onto the hills one morning off to the east of the greenway, looking for any signs of like a, like a hill stream or, uh, or, or a small pond hidden within the South Downs, you see something, uh, kind of, uh, moving a bit on the on the hills themselves which are fairly barren there's not a whole lot of trees up here and you notice uh probably about 100 yards from you as you crest over top of one of these hills you think you see like a reflection which at first might just be like the surface of of a pond but as you look more closely you realize that it's not so much a reflection of of water but maybe a, a small piece of metal but that's not what sort of keeps your attention as you see that breaking up this sort of gentle slope of kind of green brown grass, you see what looks like some kind of broken ruin. And you see like the stone has been kind of flopped off to the side and it's almost as if this face is kind of staring directly at you and you see swarming over top of it uh, look to be some kind of dark dark feathered bird just sort of weaving over top of it here and there. And they seem very, very interested with kind of traversing this broken visage, some sort of stone visage. Is it out of the way of our path or is it sort of on the way? It's, it's not far off. It's, you know, it would probably take you maybe two minutes to walk over and get closer. It's maybe, like I said, a hundred yards away. It's not that far off the road at all. I'll go ahead and, I'll go a bit further, see what's happening. So as you get closer, uh, you realize that the birds themselves are kind of like this gray colored feather, like a dark gray. They're, they're, they're certainly not the same, same flocks as you've kind of, that were haunting you. It seemed like for a while coming out of the blue mountains, they, they certainly seem different. They're long necked. They have long beaks or some kind of crane maybe perhaps. And you see that they are like pecking away at the small crevices and cracks where the stone has been wrenched free, like they're kind of digging into the cracks at some point. And as you get a little closer, they don't seem to immediately frighten at your approach. Uh, and they're not that big. They're maybe, you know, two feet in height or so, and they don't look that big at all, but there's several of them. There's probably a good 20 or 30 of them. Yes, that's pretty big. <laughs> well, I mean, with the wingspan and with the total height. <laughs> oh, it's not that big. I'll see if I can get an idea what they're pecking at. 
Okay, uh, so I'm going to want, uh, if you're going to do it from a distance, you can do a scan, but make it ill-favored since it's at a distance. If you want to get up close first, uh, then you can try to kind of either scare them away or stealth up if you have a preference. I'll do scan your unfavored, so it'll be normal. Okay, so go ahead and see if you can kind of peek at it from a distance there. Yeah, I got a great success. Uh, okay, so as you're watching, you can't quite see what's in the crevices, but you see as they peck into it and pull out, you can see that more than once they have something squirming at the end of their beak, like some bug that they've ripped up out of the cracks, and they just go, and they scoop it up. It's like they're eating, and like, but they're going crazy. They're like feasting at it. Like all of them are just ripping up bug after bug after bug. And there's, and they're fairly big grubs. And you can see they're like kind of squirming around here and there, kind of centipede or caterpillar like. Uh, and there's. Seems pretty normal, right? Just birds having a meal. Uh, it's not abnormal. It's a little odd, uh, I would say. But uh, uh, just from like, just how kind of berserk they almost seem in some ways. But for the most part, like, they're just birds eating. Did you tell uh, the but, rest of us about this? But there is a, it, like they are picking through the cracks of what looks like an ancient ruin, like a, like a stone face built into the side of the hill. Uh, I did want it off. You could see me. If you follow up. Yeah. He's not that far off. Like he's like over one crest of a hill, you know, just 200 yards at this point off the road. Yeah. I would say if he stays away a renewal, will probably follow. Would, would okay. you uh, see over there, Floy? Yeah, uh, bread's not going crazy for this meal. It's a recent uh, carcass there or something that they're feeding on? And see, just a bunch of grubs and some runes. Hmm. Arrhenia would want to poke a little bit further and see like what's inside. Okay. Uh, if you want to get closer without startling them, like, so you can, you have basically a choice. You can either try to scare them away or you can try to stealthily get up close. So is there a preference here, Arrhenial? Uh, I think Arrhenial is a little bit tired of birds after kind of the experiences that we've had of late. So I think whether this is the wise move or not, I think Arrhenial is going to go, up in a bit more of that sort of like shoe mm-hmm. kind of a okay uh give me an awe test so you're going up making yourself big making loud noises etc so okay give me an awe test we'll see how this goes it sounds fair right i think that sounds fair your favorite yeah too, I think. yeah 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 me and my uh <laughs> i've i have favored with one pip <laughs> in, ah. in we, have audience dice. we do have audience dice i'll take one just to at least give me two and see how this goes. Uh, that's a candy. That's a great success. Okay. So you you move up at first, like you're you're kind of shouting, shoot, shoot, go, go, and like a, f- a few of them kind of like kind of leap, like kind of come up, but they just sort of reposition themselves, and then one of them starts to leave, and then the second one leaves, and it just becomes a cascade until they all just sort of kind of rip up into the air and sort of do this kind of skip glide down the hills and away uh, from you all. When they disappear um, and you get closer and you look down, some of these crevices, these cracks are quite, quite large. You can actually see one of the eyes is 
I would say probably about three feet across in terms mm. of its uh, of its diameter. You can see there's no real chin. There's like an upper lip, but the bottom lip seems to have sort of broken and dissolved or been buried by the mud in the side of the hill. Uh, you can see there's tons of vertical cracks like in the in the cheeks, uh, but you can see a hole is basically down one of the eyes as if it's just sort of burrowed in. And as you get close, it just reeks. And when you look down, you can see maybe about four feet down in the hole, there is a carcass of some kind. And you can see swarming all over the stone is ants, spiders, centipedes, all manner of bug to the point where it's just like you get anywhere close and it starts to swarm over top of you. Uh, but you do see that there is some sort of some sort of body and you can tell the smell is absolutely hideous and you kind of have to kind of bring your shirt up to your nose or cover your mouth in some way as you can, it's just absolutely hideous. Oh, there's something foul in here. Um, and I'm wondering if I were to throw something down, like get like a twig on fire or something to kind of throw it down see if that would try to like disperse sure. like i don't know if that would work to kind of disperse the you do like a quick probably like flint and tinder or something and you're gonna do a quick little thing you get a little piece of uh, there's enough dried shrubberies and stuff in the in the area you kind of get something and you drop it down and it goes again it goes only down a couple feet and you can tell immediately uh that this is some sort of goblin small orc you can see likely that whatever was glinting is some sort of residue of metal or spearhead that's kind of leaning up against the side of the eye cavity and the blades kind of towards the top. Uh, very, very dead. Uh, it's the only one you see, but you can see that they've got, again, some sort of grimy, uh, grimy looking leather cover, you know, kind of armor, but like it's been picked clean. Uh, and you can see in the most gruesome way possible, you see all sorts of different types of, you know, like insects and stuff crawling over it, these carrion grubs and whatnot. Oh, this is uh, quite a sight. Do I think I'd be able to get down and, and kind of pull out kind of the spear or arrow without being overrun, or does it seem like that's going to... Oh, you can certainly try. <laughs> uh that i mean i think a athletics checks probably is all you would need which i know you're very good at so probably shouldn't be too difficult for you if you wanted to you're, are you trying to just grab if you're just trying to grab the spear you can grab that if you're trying to get anything more of the body i would say that would take a check no not trying to get the body just you know especially with like what happened with elise just kind of trying to see kind of what's going on with kind of deaths in this area sure all right so that is favored with three if you're just going for the spear, you, do, you don't have to roll. You just snatch oh, it. Oh, I don't. Out. Okay. Yeah. Just pull the spear out. And it is that usual kind of blackened metal, right? You can tell that, and you you, you all know that goblins frequently have poison-tipped uh, blades, whether they're knives or spears or arrows. Uh, and it has that kind of same feel to it. Um, mm -hmm. It does look as though there's some... It's not in good condition. The blade is in terrible condition, but that's not also something you would you would be too uh, uh, too surprised to see. Uh, you do see one thing that kind of catches your eye is that 
underneath the spear head kind of wrapped around and kind of dangling is this dark blue cloth that honestly reminds you somewhat of maybe about two years ago when you all were helping out the folks in Coombe and chasing down Rotag, they wore this kind of color like this. They, they all almost like they were organizing in some way and some of the weapons, some of the clothing, some of the armor gives you that kind of vibe. Mm, so Aurinial will, she's kind of holding out kind of the sword and she'll kind of take the cloth that was kind of around the top and she'll kind of leave the sword kind of where it was. It's not something to take or whatever, which kind of did her. Um, she'll kind of go back to Floy. Um, it's a goblin or orc. Uh, and the killing blow seems to have been from a a blade kind of of our Rotag's band all those years ago. I want to clarify really fast. That's not the killing blow. It was the spear it was carrying. Like oh, it's sorry. Its own weapon. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh, just a wandering orc then. After Rotag's disbanded all across the land curious the timing of all of this but he'll as we have been keep our keep our eyes open as we travel go back to the group share the information and so while you're here while you're looking around you do notice that when the i would say floy you would probably keep an eye on this is the the birds fly away you see they fly down the slope of the hill and you do see they come to settle near what looks like a pond of some kind which allows you over the next maybe 20 30 minutes to kind of scatter them again once more refill your skins and if you would like get back on the road okay uh, everyone go ahead and take a point of fatigue for the first few days of travel uh, unfortunately, since the since you guys failed uh, the explore test, you do not get the benefit of the shortcut that you would have actually gotten. Uh, fortunately, but you do take the one fatigue, except for Arinio. How much? Yeah, except for Arinio, <laughs> who takes ten. Oh, it all ten. comes back to Haunter. I think I've played this game enough that I can change <laughs> the rules. Stephen, uh, go ahead as Daggett, please roll a travel test. And let me know. That is roll. still a regular success. I can't roll a six for the life. Man, you are just absolutely terrible. So if you guys take a look at the map, you have essentially reached the intersection for where the road out of the Shire, Sarn Ford there, kind of meets the greenway. So that's essentially where you've kind of moved down to. It's uh you've been traveling for about six days, not quite seven. Um it's at this point, ever since you're, you know, you've been, you've kind of pushed past the South Downs there. You haven't run into anybody in the last three days on the road. Uh, it's been completely empty. Uh, warm winds have been coasting and cutting through. Uh, you've been kind of checking your, your, you've been constantly having to refill your skins with a frequency that you haven't before. 
you probably even at times might even be kind of taking parts of your armor off or your clothes off or something like that to just just the heat is just bearing down at you in these early summer weeks. Uh, I'm going to need uh, Gilly, uh, the lookout, please, to roll an awareness test. But it's a dry heat, right? Right. All right. I got a great success. Great success. Okay. So, um, oh, wow. These are both bad. Hang on. Uh, you're on a road, so I'm, I'm rolling and giving you guys like the better of the two. Despair or mishap? Um, I don't know. You pass, so the bad stuff is fine. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, all are you going to take two fatigue uh, as the heat has just been unbearable. Uh, you, none of the other bad effects happen. Uh, but I will say, Gilly, uh, as you are uh, kind of looking for a camp one night, say the, the sixth night of your travel as you're reaching this intersection, this you see this other road, faded, not well kept, don't, doesn't look like either of these roads are particularly well maintained. Um, you do notice that near where these, these roads intersect, you do see a ruined watchtower of some kind, uh, kind of up on a, a small hill off to the south, kind of this crumbled stone, can see some decayed wood, etc. You can see it's kind of overgrown with vines, vegetation, probably plenty of shade uh, that you would be able to uh, to take from the the beating down of the sun here. Um, but that's the only kind of thing that you sort of see on the otherwise very sort of flat lands at this point. Like it's all kind of this this sort of mm-hmm. you know, yellowish green from the the, the heat. Um, what you like to do? Uh, I'd like to stealth up and check and make sure that it's safe for us to camp there. Sure, give me that stealth test. I like the hydrated when we're talking about how hot it is. Yes, <laughs> right. it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I pass, but it's just a regular success. So as you get up close, um, you're sneaking up, you're moving up. The You can tell that the tower was likely... Maybe like th- think of it like a two-story tower on top of a small burn of a hill, but it looks like most of the top part has crumbled down. Uh, mm-hmm. But the but the sort of like the northern, eastern, and southern walls seem primarily intact. The western wall seems to be where like the entrance might have been, and the archway has kind of given out. But as you get close, you hear a voice actually coming from inside, and you hear, "It's okay, pretties, I'm." This one's not going to hurt. Ah, yes. Oh, you look like a big juicy one, you do. Oh, yeah. Going to just pluck this in there. I don't want to hear the rest of you. And you hear suddenly like the sounds of birds kind of squawking, like like little tiny birds. I don't know how to make bird sounds. Uh, But you hear these tiny birds uh, almost like, like kind of like chirping a bit. And like, and the voice like, "Oh, quiet now. The, the, the your life's not so bad. At least you're not this one. Your little brother here, but the rest of you are fine. Oh, they're gonna taste so good. Can't wait." Gilly, what would you like to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, Gilly's gonna like 
stealth back to the group and like let them know hey I found this like area where we could probably camp but there's like I'm hearing bird noises and there's like a dude and I think he killed one of the birds what's wrong with that he's probably preparing a meal he sounds a little damn I don't know if he's friendly He's rude to you? Well, I, I was nervous to, to say hi, so I came to get you guys first. Power and numbers, you know? It's the only shade we've seen in miles. We might as well rest up. Indeed. And if he was talking, I've spent some time solo, and it is a good way to pass the time to talk to yourself. Illy, you shouldn't be so shy. I'm sure he's friendly. Okay. Uh, and Gilly will start leading the group back to there. And and you all uh, hear this. You all hear like the sounds of the mumbling here. And there's a little bit more indecipherable at this point. Uh, and, but you smell smoke and you actually smell something cooking. And it smells very good. What do you want to do? Do you just want to barge on in? What do, what do you yeah, want to just do? Go ahead and join them. You crunch up the western side of this ruined tower and without kind of stealth, you just sort of move up. You look inside and you can see inside of this this ruined tower, there is a man. Uh, He is uh, wearing kind of dark, grimy looking clothes uh, that have been ripped off, kind of like kind of showing all the way up to his shoulder a bit. Uh, There is a small campfire. And he's got this, what looks like a pan of some kind sitting on top of it. And he is just sort of moving it, shaking it back and forth. Uh, you hear the sounds of the chirping birds. You see that there's rock, like not rock, stone on the inside that have created this sort of incline where it looks like the, the top part of the tower has collapsed. And he's just, oh, tasty. <gasps> and you see him, like when he looks Hard up and he sees you, he just sort of, oh, how are you? Oh, how are you? Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm just Floy. I'm taking shelter from the sun. This is my this is my place. This is this is. Oh, is this, this is, is this your home? It, it's it's my place. It's this is this is where this is where I'm I'm staying. Now, ah, pardon me. I, I thought this was open area. It uh, uh, open area. No, it's uh, 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 you're a dwarf. Oh yes, I am a dwarf. I don't. Uh, I don't see many dwarves out here. Uh, why are, why is it, why is a dwarf at Garwin's place? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him, Mr. Dwarf, uh, why are you here? Oh, a band of mine. We're traveling south and needed to rest. There's more of you. Where? Yeah, that's my friends. Where? Hello. I am a Reniel, daughter of Moriel. <gasps> Agate, son of Snook. <gasps> Another dwarf. Oh. Hi, uh, my name is Gilly. You've got a child with you, too. I'm a hobbit, sir. Um, uh, well, I, I've never heard of a hobbit, sir, but I, I suppose I've learned every day. I am... I'm, I'm Gerwin... This Plunger? is my place. Would oh, you, you intruding? Could we stay the night with you as well? 
I don't even know you. I don't even. We know just them. met. I don't know them. But but I, why? You're not going to steal my birds. No, we're we're not looking. We we have our own food. We were. It just has been so uh, dry and hot, and there was shade here. You've picked well for your home here. It's not my home. It is just my place. And a lovely place it is. Thank you, Master Dwarf. All right. All right. Come. Come inside. Come. You have our own food, though. I don't have enough. We do have our own. So you come inside, and you can see he's got a little little camp set up off to the side from the door where he's got his little bed roll out. There's a decent amount of room in here. It smells delicious. You can see in the pan, there's this small little bird sort of fr- being fried up. A couple little random herbs he probably found and just sort of threw in it and just smells. And you hear the, the crackling of the meats. Your mouth might be water, you know, like watering to some degree. And he's just kind of eyeing all of you. So, he needed the uh, Alcott. Give you the goods. <laughs> and, and Gilly laughs and she's like, oh, one moment. And she goes back out to her horse and she comes in with like the thing of goat's milk. Oh, I've been waiting for this sort of hand a bottle out to everyone. Like, please, it's the best in Brie. That looks uh, um, delicious. Oh, you can have mine. Can I? Sure. Kind of very carefully, like reaches a hand out, and then as it gets close, grabs it and snatches it and pulls it back, like super fast. Pops off the top. <laughs> you see the goat's milk just sort of like right down this scraggly, patchy beard. <gasps> oh, very good, very good. Um, you. Hobbit, sir, you can have some of the, I'll give you a piece of the bird. Oh, you're letting us stay. That's the least I could do is share with you. Okay, I won't give you a piece of bird. Oh, thank you. Okay. I won't. No, you said no. Yes. Yes. No take backs. Uh, And and Gilly just goes and sits down next to Daggett like, oh. (laughs) Would you you mind, uh, Mr. Gerwin, if we were to uh, share your fire? for a little bit of our own cooking for the evening. But uh, you have on on pants. I've yes. carefully seasoned mine. Yes. No, I, I would not. Uh, I would, when, when you're done with your birds, if you just wouldn't mind. And he like, sticks a finger in, kind of like, I am done. Go ahead. And he kind of takes it, pulls the pan back in his hand. He's got like this, this like, a, like an oven mitt basically kind of wrapped around the handle and he's just then he takes a chug of goat's milk and then a little piece of meat. And you can see his teeth are rotted and it's like, the, it's, it's not a pretty sight, uh, but he's staring at you all. And there isn't a moment that goes by where he's not making eye contact with at least one of you. So where if you, you think that milk oh. is good, wait until you've had some of this. And I start packing my pipe with some sweet grass. Sweet grass. Yeah. What is sweet so grass? I, 
grab my stone pipe. I pack it with the sweet grass and I start lighting it up uh, using a little timber. Uh, and I take a couple puffs and then I pass him the pipe. Just breathe in and enjoy. <laughs> Are you trying to poison me? And he kind of no, holds up no, his no. pan like it's a knife. No, it's it's not. It's not. Well, it is sort of. No, it, it just you just feel good. It, it's not to cause you harm. You just got to give it a moment. Breathe in. No. Take another puff. No, 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 no. Take it. And he throws it across the room. Uh, so the pipe <laughs> doesn't work that well, but uh, it is an item that allows me to have an extra die on an insight roll. Could I make an insight check? I just want to see like uh, how violent he would be, I guess, which yeah, I guess I'm kind of getting answered by him throwing yeah. the pipe. He throw it at you. Uh, he just threw it across, across the area. Yeah. And I would like to uh, use my uh, broken spells. Uh, I'll spend a hope to get a magic success. Which is good because I failed the roll otherwise. So just the one magic success. Okay, so I would say, um, in terms of violent, he seems erratic, like for sure. He's talked to himself a little bit. He is very paranoid, and you can see more than once he kind of shifts his gaze and kind of looks off at a sound that none of you heard. Uh, he seems, yeah, something's something's not right with him. Uh, his very kind of slimy skin, sweat matted down. He, he probably hasn't bathed in more than a month. Uh, you can see that his fingernails are caked with mud and grime, some of which have just been pulled out completely, like there's just no nail left. Uh, he's got some scars here and there as well, um, kind of along his arm. Uh, and you can see that he's missing teeth. He is, yeah, from what you can tell, he is a, he's dangerous in the sense that he's unpredictably erratic. Like you, you're, you're, you, I would say Daggett would probably be, a, he's probably a little uneasy. Yeah, I don't probably, get the sense that he's married to a giant aquatic centipede, is he? Uh, you only had the one success. So, I mean, I would have required yeah, yeah. the second. Right. So That's for fair. That one, That's fair. Yeah. So Arineal, I would say um, we probably would have like a, like a rabbit or something from like the travel. And so like she's kind of dressing that over the fire for uh, cooking. Um, we will be happy to share what we have with you. Thank you for sharing your, uh, your fire with us. Um, that uh, sweet grass there, uh, it's Poison. just for entertainment. It has no you make nutritional value. Me, you make me cough and look stupid. No, we 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 all cough the first time. It it it's fine, but we do enjoy from time to time. Uh, uh, you can see like little flecks of the meat from the chicken is still, or like from the bird is still kind of caught in his teeth. You take a look at the birds, by the way. They are not very big. They're probably like pigeons. Something something really basic and boring. Uh, nothing fancy at all. Uh, and it looks like there was probably a nest somewhere up higher, and he kind of pulled it down. Uh, you also notice what looks like eggshells broken, like he might have been eating some of the eggs and such as well. Why, uh, 
Why are you here? Why, why are you here? What the, where, where do you come from? Dwarf, dwarf, hobbit, sir. Human. From Bree, have you been? Uh, yes, I have been. Um, not recently. What news? We're only, we're only passing through. Passing through? Uh, where are you going? To the ruins of Tharbad. Why? Why are you going there, dwarf? I have friends there. We're meeting with them. Oh, more dwarves? Yeah. Oh. Why are dwarves meeting in the ruins of Tharbad? Should we not meet there? It is good a place as any. Where are you from? Why do you want to know? You asked us, so we're asking you. I'm, I'm from here or there. This is this is Garwin's place. This is where I'm at now. That's all that this matters. But, but am, you said this wasn't your home. No. Where's your home? Um, I don't have one anymore. Kind of looks off to the side a bit, like he's talking to somebody. Has it been just you out here for some time? No. No, I have a friend. He tells me to do things sometimes. Can we be introduced to your friend? No. No. I do not think you would like him. Oh, that's a shame. We generally like most folks we come across. You kind of, you notice, by the way, his eyes, Irineal, are like locked on your weapon. It's like staring at your sword. What is, uh, what is that? Uh, oh, that, that is my weapon. Can can Gerwin see? Uh, I, I, I mean you no harm with it, of course. It just, I just want to see. And so a renewable sort of do, do the thing where you're continuing to retain kind of control of something as you just hold it to someone for them to see with their eyes. The eyes kind of go wide. His lips kind of start to part and you can see he starts to lick his the bottom of his of his mouth a bit this is uh, you feel him kind of kind of tug on it ever so slightly like he's trying to pull it out of your grip he kind of looks up at you and you see like a small little snarl of the top of his lip kind of starts to raise but then it quickly goes away and like, it it and is go. And quite go. the sword is it not you must be very important carrying such weapon. I don't like to say such things, but I put it to good use. Uh, doing what? 
oh, well, we must defend ourselves as we travel, of course. And there are many evils out there. Evil? What evil? Oh, just unspeakable things. You can speak of it. Gerwin's not afraid. There were trolls in the Chetwood. Yes, trolls. most most recently, yes. Big, slow, stupid. You kill trolls with that. I I was unsuccessful in my attempt to kill trolls, but I. Well, did she my did part. it, but. Kind of looks over at Dag at this point. Kind of looks at Black Fang, which is hard to hide because it's so big. He's like, oh. Mm. Who are you people? A dwarf? A dwarf. A human. And a hobbit, sir. On the road to Tharbad. With weapons. Mm. Mm. To meet friends. Yes, like you have your friend. What did you say his name was? I did not say his name. Oh, well, what's his name? He's the huntsman. He is out hunting. Huntsman, that's a title, not a name. That is what I call him. What is he hunting? I don't actually call him. He does not like to be talked to. He's hunting. Yeah, what? He looks over towards a uh, rabbit. He is hunting rabbit. Are you and, sure uh, he doesn't quail. hunt people? Why would he hunt people? Okay, I'm just making sure. Kind of looks over towards Floy. He sees the weapon of Floy. Intrigued, are you? You are seem very... Very powerful people with very powerful weapons on the road to Thorbad. A dwarf, a dwarf. And he kind of looks at Arinio, a ranger. And they hobbits her on the road to Thorbad. Just starts like rocking back and forth in his chair, or not in his chair, like on the on the stone. It's very quiet. Are you sure you don't want more sweet grass? You seem like you could use a little bit more to relax. No, 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 no. Rocking back and forth. Do you want me to show you the way to Tharbad? I know a shortcut. It's pretty easy to follow the road. No, I think no, the we're road good. is very dangerous. There are bandits. There are uh, orcs. Orcs, wargs. There are many bad things. I'm sure we can handle them. Mm-hmm. There are many bad things. And you want to see your friends quickly, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in no rush. No, I'm not even sure we want to go to Tharbad anymore. I think we might go back to Bree. 
dwarf, dwarf, or ranger, and hobbits are returned to Bree. Just says it to himself. <laughs> Gilly gets out her like notebook, and she's sitting next to Daggett, and like she has it up to where like he can't see into her notebook, and she's writing so Daggett can see, and she's like, "We are keeping watch tonight." I am freaked out. <laughs> kind of looks at you. He stares down your sketchbook as you pull it out. Uh-huh. Doesn't say a word, but his eyes go wide. Billy, I can't read that last word. It's too dark in here. <laughs> Can we say that the rabbit cooking has done at this point? Absolutely. Dude, sure. why are you trying to read my diary? Dag it. And she shuts Oh, I it. thought you were writing a message for me. No. Daggett, son of Snook. And so Arineal is going to kind of um, portion out the rabbit, making sure that everyone, including Gerwin, gets some of the rabbit. Uh, Eyes don't um, break. He still looks at you guys, but he grabs the meat with his hands and he just... I like to uh, wander a bit when I eat. And so she's just going to kind of, she, she kind of wants to look for sort of additional footprints or kind of anything else around that might suggest that Gerwin is not the only uh, physical entity in this area. Sure. Um, what do you want to roll? You want to do awareness, hunting? What do you want to do? Uh, I'll always take hunting over awareness if I can. Yeah, that works. That's fine. Uh, I'll take a audience. So I'm on three. Well, I'm gonna have to do some math on that. Uh, yeah, uh, well. great success. Okay. Uh, you notice absolutely no other tracks besides uh, your own and what you would presume to be Gerwin's. So we came across uh, the other, the Dwarven scholar um, in Harmelt, and he was possessed. Am I getting the same vibes? Uh, I don't know. Are you getting the same vibes? It's not sure if that's a question I can answer. I don't know. We can roll for vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, vibing is a new skill, right? I do. We have yearning and vibing vibes. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, uh, we did say vibes was insight. Yeah, so I, I don't. Guess. If you want to roll an insight, you can go ahead and do that. That's fine. Go ahead and roll an insight. Give him some sweet grass so you get a bonus die. No, he wants to stop I don't being have so pushy. With it. He <laughs> said no, Daggett. He said no. Put some peer pressure on him. <laughs> Sweet grass, such a such a gateway drug. I was about oh, to say the same thing. It's a gateway drug. <laughs> Just a regular success. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you're getting the vibe that he is possessed. I mean, that is a very specific situation that 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 happened, and okay. never had that ever happen before. And you barely, I don't even know if you've ever even read about it. Uh, but you are getting oh, the man. this. You're, you are not getting good vibes from him. Uh, to use the term vibes, he is he is creepy 
And he is, you do notice multiple times he has whispered under his breath your names to himself uh, as if he's trying to remember them. Yeah, he keeps like repeating our party composition mm-hmm. <laughs> over and yeah, over. It's really creepy. Darwin, are you married? Because Floy and I, we met someone who reminds me quite a bit of you. Floy, you remember he was married too. I've met many married people, yeah. No, Floyd, you remember this person who was married that reminds you of Garwin, right? Ah, yes, the one in the mountains. Yes, yes. Garwin, are you married? No. Have you ever thought about being married? You know, companionship's a good thing. It's healthy. You know, it's better than being alone in your place. I... No. I have other things to concern myself with. Like what? Duty. What? To the huntsman? Yes. What are your duties? Whatever he says to do. And what was the last thing he told you to do? I'm not going to tell you that. Did he tell you not to tell us? No. So then you could tell us. I don't want to. Well, this was a really great rest. Um, Should we head out? Yeah, we should pick up before dark. Do you want me to come with you? The roads are not safe. It is no, you have your duties to the huntsman that you should... You should concern yourself less. Um, but it is safer in group. We have a group. Yep, we're good. I could come with. I know the area very well. But the huntsman would miss you, I'm sure. So why don't you just stay here I and wait for the them. shortcuts? How quickly you can get from one place to the other. I know the ponds and the streams. I know the best places to hunt. Well, like I was saying, I think we're going back to Bree anyways, so we don't really need a shortcut. You know, it's just a straight shot north. You see, he grins at you and doesn't say anything. Well, your company's been fine, Garwin. We'll be on our way. Okay. Thank you for sharing your fire with us. That was very generous of you. You've gotten a Place here out of the sun. Okay. I hope to see you again. For sure. I have a feeling we will. Daggett, son of Snook. Dwarf. Dwarf. Hobbitzer. Ranger. Goodbye. Safe travels. The roads are dark and full of peril. Have a good evening, Garwin. And uh, Garwin, just one thing. Uh, Don't follow us. Okay. I mean that now. Okay. I don't want to go to Bree. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely like a walking away backward kind of a situation. Like, 
have a good evening. Thank you for your hospitality. Farewell, Arinio Ranger. Farewell. You guys back out of the tower? We are not taking the road south to Tharbet. <laughs> Yeah, no. Changing the whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I assume, uh, do you guys not camp nearby? I'm assuming. No. Do you push through the night a little bit? Put some distance oh, between yourselves? A bit further, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. And right. I, I would say off the road. I would insist off the road. Okay. Uh, so, sure. You uh, You camp off the road. Uh, you already took your two fatigue, I think, from before. So you should have taken one from the first event, two from the second event. And you sleep through the night. I'm assuming you set up, you already mentioned it, you set up yes. guards yes. and stuff. No problem. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see who it is. Uh, let's see. Arineal, yes. during your shift, mm-hmm. you hear the sound uh, in the hills of sounds like a wolf. Arrhenial would try to get to um, this area that we're in. Are there, is it flat grassland? Are there trees? Kind of what's the terrain? It's here? mostly flat kind of yellow green pasture slight hills but nothing nothing particularly en- enormous it's not like the downs that you came from a few days prior okay. uh it's it's just mostly like this broad expanse it's occasionally like a grouping of trees here and there but they're very small groupings there's some brushland here and there as well high grass that kind of stuff uh, it's hard, it's hard going, finding a stream or finding a pond. You do find what, you know, kind of looks like the, the sort of dried up area, but overall it's a fairly flat area. Um, Arrhenia will venture out a little bit just to see if she can get to, you know, even something that's just slightly higher than where everyone else is sleeping and just try to keep an ear out for kind of continued, uh, calls from the wolf. Okay. Uh, you keep being around and you do, you do hear the sounds of not one, not two, not three, but probably four different howls nowhere immediately near you. Like you don't, you don't think like they're within even a quarter mile of you or half a mile of you, but you do hear in the distance. It is so quiet. It's warm. There's barely a breeze. You, you don't even hear the sounds of like leaves going, you know, wind going through leaves. Everything's just so quiet. The, the howls just seem to carry for a fairly lengthy distance. Um, Arrhenial will um, not venture out too far as long as they don't seem to be coming any closer. So okay. as long as they seem to be keeping their distance, Arrhenial will just kind of mark their... Uh, travel if they seem to kind of move east to west or anything like that um but she'll kind of stay put okay fair enough otherwise night passes you're not attacked you wake up in the morning 
uh, feeling probably a little bit uh, paranoid, maybe. Maybe you didn't have the greatest night of sleep. Uh, but nonetheless, you're awake. Get your food. You're a little ways off the road. You take a look towards the road, and much like the last several days, it is empty as can be. Uh, can I look for like danger, like, like Garwin tracking us? Uh, you can roll an awareness test if it makes you feel more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> now it doesn't because you said that. <laughs> Uh, that is a great success. You uh, take a look on the around your camp. You take a look near the road when you get back to it. Um, you don't notice any tracks near your camp other than a rineal moving around in the night. You don't notice any signs of wolf or ward prints or anything like that. Uh, you notice that, I would say with a great success, you can tell that the last travel probably on this stretch of road was maybe two days prior. Like you can see what looks like some, some ruts from a cart that was being pushed, uh, possibly, uh, what looks like pony, like the cloppings of a pony, uh, going southward. Uh, but that is the only thing you see around you. Oh, you know what? Um, I left my whetstone back in Bree. We're going to have to turn around. No, I've got a spare dagger. No, no, this is a very special one. Uh, my great, great grandfather carved it out of the mountain himself. Uh, no choice but to go back. Oh, I'm sure it'll be there when we return. We've got our bad to get to. Floyd, we got to work on you picking up my signals. <laughs> this is like the second time, you know, in a very short amount of time. Oh, you're signaling something. Yeah, I'm signaling pretty hard right now. Daggett, are you saying you want to go back to Bree? I'm saying that I want to double back and find this guy tracking us and get him before he gets us. We just fought two very large trolls. Yeah, but I was face to face with them. It's completely different when... The, the guy, he, the huntsman, whatever it is, he's around here somewhere. He knows all the back roads. I want to get the drop on him. I think he's a threat to this crowning man. He's 100% a threat. Yes. If he shows up, we'd strike him down. It's no problem. What about the huntsman? We do strike we, him down too. Do we even know that the huntsman is a person? A huntsman. Yes, we don't know that the huntsman is a huntsman. We we, we also it don't. could be something worse. That is very true. Very or, true. Floyd, or, aquatic centipede, a figment. Of yeah, your, you guys did think that was just a wife. I'm not making the mistake again. The wife is not a wife. The huntsman's not a huntsman. The huntsman could just be a figment of his imagination. I don't think this is something though that we should possibly like brush off i'm with daggett on this one i'm a little concerned and like give her a fist bump as yeah and then as gilly's like walking around like if there's like some tall dry grass around she's just gonna collect like a bundle of it and use it to like uh sweep up our tracks behind us like as we're like traveling along 
Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Well, I spoke I, with dwarves at the dwarven house. Luki, they know to speak about a huntsman. Did they speak of, of that guy, Garwin? They spoke of nothing. They only spoke of refugees coming out of Tharbad. The roads down are harmless. My question is, why are we getting refugees from Tharbad? Obviously, there's something crazy going on. Oh, it seems like it's a, a poor land full of thieves. So people are g- gracious to get, leave. I, I don't necessarily disagree with taking some time to uh, spoil our our footsteps. I think that is wise, Gilly, but doing a full backtrack. Obviously, we look out of place. As he said, a dwarf, a dwarf, a ranger, a hobbit, sir. Sir. <laughs> I, I believe the more swiftly we get to our destination... I guarantee you, if we head back to Garwin's place right now, he will not be there. Why would and you want to head back? Exactly. Why He's you want to setting that? up an ambush on us. We got to loop around or something. Lead the way. You're the traveler. I'll go as far as the days away, but we're so close. Give me that travel roll there, Daggett. Oh, gosh. I want to. I want him to say, like, I decline. (laughs) 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 I want to head back to Garwin's place and scope it out some more. All right. We we went one night's push away, like a few hours, right? Yeah, this is good. Basically, it's going to add an extra day to your travel. Okay, it'll be an extra plus one day to the travel. Do you still want the travel roll? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to need it at some point, but we can do that first. That's fine. Uh, so if you backtrack uh, a few hours away, it's probably not even a full day. It was probably a few hours that you traveled. But we'll say you take up half a day at least backtracking. Does anyone go with Daggett? Yeah, we're going to yes. stick together. Yeah. Okay. Where you he goes, s- we all go. Okay, I wasn't sure if you wanted to split the party. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is there a temple set nearby I can wander off to? (laughs) (laughs) You head back, and when you approach, you don't smell smoke. You don't hear sounds of talking. And when you peek inside, Gerwin is not there. His camp is, is packed up. It's like little bedroll. And you can see the nest is empty where the, the birds were and the eggs. He's not there. I am not sure what we learned from this. You proved your point. He's not here. Now what? Yes. Now now we should look for tracks to see where he went. Of all of the things that we have to fight and worry about, this think you're worried enough. Were we sitting at the same campfire? Yeah, we faced numerous unnamed things. You're scared of a man cooking birds in a pot in this tower. Exactly. You know, I have a healthy dose of fear 
for all possible dangers. It's your imagination going wild again. The stories and tales he writes. This is just another one. And even if he were dangerous, I have every confidence in your bow and all of our weapons to do what needs to be done. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying after everything we've seen. I reserve the right to say I told you so if we do get attacked by the strange man and the huntsman. Put it on record. I will document it in my notebook. And Gilly pulls it out and she writes it down. As you should. Okay. Are you satisfied? Are you going no. to get back I'm on the road? I'm still stressed. We still want to like do some sort of tracking to like search for where he could have gone. I, I know it wouldn't be likely to find anything, but we uh, want to search the area. Sure. You can you can roll uh, a hunting test, I guess, if you're looking for something. We'll or do a hunting test. Sure. Already go hunt him. Grumbling, grumbling. It's just no one can be just a little bit different. If anyone is just different, they are suddenly dangerous, and we must be concerned for our safety. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, Billy's that's like, a... I heard that. <laughs> I wasn't whispering. Uh, yeah, that's a 18. It's a regular success. Regular success. You, you you catch his tracks for probably about 50 feet outside of the tower, not going back to the road, going effectively straight south, just like a beeline south into some high grass, and then you lose it. But you catch it for about a little while, but definitely you get the sense that, they, that, that Gerwin was heading southward. That should be no surprise to any of us. He's definitely going in the direction that we said we were going in. So we have given him uh, much advance to, as he said, know this area better than us and perhaps set up an ambush ahead. So he is to the south where we should be going. Can we go to the south? So you say he set up an ambush and then you suggest that we go walk into the ambush. Well, we do have to go to Tharbad. That is our destination. And we did inform him of our destination. So do we want him to get to Thorvin and Thebe before we do? He doesn't know who Thorvin and Thebe are. We spoke of dwarves in Tharbad and they're the only ones there. He's gonna know. It seems that we have spent time here long enough. Let's just hurry to Tharbad so the sooner we get there, the sooner we leave. And I've, I've Floyd, had a lot of fun with this part. Too, you look too put together, so maybe remove some of the jewelry. <laughs> I will not. We're going to a thief town. I'm, I'm proud of this jewelry and relics okay. we found. Wait, they'll know of me when I walk in. I know what he needs. I know what he needs. And I uh, pour out some of my water skin onto some dust and dirt and I scoop up the muck. All right, come here, Floy. And I just go to put my hands through his beard and hair. Ah, yes, this reminds me of our travel in the mountains. 
have we done enough primping and preening and examining an empty campsite? Can we not move toward our destination? Daggett, roll the travel test. All right. I already rolled it earlier, uh, and it was a regular success. Man, you are just not good at this. I can't roll a six. I can't roll a six. Crazy. Okay, I'm just counting it down. You are you are very close. Next couple of days are very tense days, uh, but at the same time, uh, largely uneventful. At night is the sort of the the tough part because Arrhenial, you continue to hear the sounds of howls. And the dis sometimes they're behind you, sometimes they're ahead of you, sometimes to the east or the west. I mean, like it, they're kind of from all over. They never close in on you. One night you think they're closer than the last, and then the next night they're further away. And yeah, it's never quite, you're, you're just not sure if it's you that they're targeting or if there's other things that they're targeting out there. The There's a hot, very warm wind that kicks up one night that kind of all of you are just sweating, like laying there uh, in, the, in the heat. Uh, you hear the sounds of like, what you imagine are footsteps on the road. But when you go to take a look, it's just gravel, just kind of cascading across. And so I would say you're probably having, some of you more than others are probably having a fairly difficult time sleeping over the next few days, constantly looking over your shoulder. More than once you catch the sign of what you think might be a figure off in the distance. But when you look more closely, it's just a shadow cast from a cloud overhead moving in a particular way, or it looks like just a, a wild fox just kind of shifting around uh, in some of the high grass, making things sway. Every Everything you think is something turns out to have a very explainable reason. Gilly, the huntsman behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I swing my axe. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so... Sorry, I've rolled that too many times. Uh, explore again. So scout again. So this time's Floyd. Go ahead and give me that explore test. Eight, 11. No good. A fail. Yep. Okay. Uh, everyone go ahead and take another point of fatigue. You all will say after about three days uh, of travel, uh, as you're moving down, probably parallel to the road at times, some days on the road, some days off the road, but kind of keeping keeping your your basic path going going uh, southward or southeasternly. Um, you all are awoken one morning to the sound of utter chaos as you realize something has burst through the high grass and has overrun your camp. As you as you all like stumble up, you hear the sounds and you look around and there is just a hundred wild turkeys that have just burst from this high grass and are just coursing like a wave over top of your belongings, ripping them apart. You see Beat and Root and that other one just start running off into the distance, like being chased by these wild, crazed turkeys uh, that are just scattering off in, in every direction. What do you guys want to do? His name is Boot. Whatever. And <laughs> Yeah, mine's Beat. <laughs> uh, go chasing after them. 
trying to shoo them away. Okay. I want everyone to give me a roll of some kind just to tell me how you are contending with the utter chaos that has transpired this morning as this flock of crazed turkeys. Uh, what role are you doing? Just, just describe what you're doing and then make the roll. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work, but if Reniel is thinking of like a battle role, she's like looking to see if there's like a hill or kind of something to try to kind of get them to sort of like a kind of a bottleneck to kind of get them out of the area a bit. Okay, you want to use battle roll for this? <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, set up your battle lines for this this flock of turkeys. Yeah, go ahead and roll battle. Set up your miniatures with your pebbles and everything. Draw your map. I get an automatic <laughs> success with my helm for battle, so I <laughs> use it when I can. Cheating! Come on now. <laughs> I'm rolling it, and I got a candy. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, you as best as you can, you kind of set up lines. You try to do your do what you can to keep like them from sweeping through. Like they're on it. Like like these turkeys are a sortie that's just sort of with their cavalry just sweeping through. No, no, no. <laughs> you do manage to like kind of shout out these little battle cries, and you see that they, they kind of go scattering away. Uh, next, who's next? Could I use Enhearten to try and calm boot? Absolutely. Go running after Boot, who's just running, galloping as fast as as Boot can. And you can see that these turkeys are like trying to hop on top of his back. They're like (laughs) kind of trying to climb on top of it. That's a great success as I rolled a six. So what is it you say or shout out to to get Boot to stop and listen to your commands? Um, I yell out, I'm the alpha donkey, you know this, listen to me and stop. And so you see as Boot comes to a screeching halt, looks over its shoulder, gets pecked in the face by one of these turkeys, and then just does a reverse kick and just knocks one of these turkeys flying through the air and then turns around and comes trotting back in your direction, kind of trying to swat away, like with its with its head, just kind of moving the head around, trying to get this last of this turkey that's around. Good boy, Boot. And I give him a little nibble on the ear. And then it, he bites you on the nose. Aridial, uh, Gilly. Oh, no, Aridial already went. Gilly or Floy, sorry. Use athletics, just stand my ground, sort of shoo these turkeys out of here, fling them around. Sure, sure. And then Gilly, what are you doing while he rolls? Um, I kind of want to take out like my rope, my hook and rope, and just try and like lasso a few of them <laughs> and like okay. get dinner, you know? Okay. All right. Uh so athletics. Athletics, yeah. Success on my end. All right. So Floyd, you kind of crouch down like your lead blocker, and you're just knocking one this, kind of getting low. Getting lower line of scrimmage, knocking a few over. They come and they go kind of scattering away. You see a few of them are like dragging. You're not even sure if it's intentionally just dragging packs off into the high grass here and there. You could like reach out, grab the pack before it kind of goes too far. Uh, Gilly, how'd you do? I got a great success. <laughs> so Gilly, you get your, your grappling hook out and you just throw it around and just like one of these big neck turkeys and just wraps around. And you just yank it down. You guys all hear a crack 
as Gilly has broken the neck of this poor turkey and it flops down onto the ground. And then you all hear, no, what are you doing? Oh my God. And you look over and you can see there is a man and a woman who are kind of running at you all. One of them is probably about, the man's probably about 20 feet away. And you can see his, he's got his hand on his, his head like this. His hair is kind of blown about in the breeze. Like, oh, you, why did you kill one of them that just spooked? What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. Oh, and the was, other, and the woman comes up too. Oh, you killed one of them. Do you I know was just how trying much to catch that, it. I'm sorry. You cost us so much. Girl, now it's going to have our necks for that. Oh, goodness, girl, what's wrong with you? And they're just like screaming at Gilly at this point, like upset uh, at the death of this turkey. Uh, at this point, we'll say, Daggett, you're coming back. Floy and Arineal, you're already here as these two figures are standing before you, kneeling down. One of the, We'll say the guy is kneeling down, kind of cradling the dead turkey. And the woman is standing over top of Gilly. Giving the hands on hips right back at you, Gilly, and screaming uh-huh. down. Those were all turkeys. You got no right to kill them. They're just scared creatures. What's wrong with you? Oh, goodness. We're going to let the master know about this. That's right. We're not paying for it. This is his turkeys. You killed one of them. You're going to have to face the consequences. Not us. Not us. Um... Remind me how the turkeys got out here in the first place. They got spooked. There's wolves and there's other creatures out about at night and in the dark, and they got scared. We've had four of them dragged off in the night over the last three days, and you now they got to worry about little whatever the hell you are breaking their necks too. Come on now. And Arineal will sort of just kind of just kind of try to kind of step in and just say, I, we were uh, awoken to the entire flock uh, kind of having its way with all of our belongings. We did not intend uh, harm on this flock. We were. They weren't going to harm you. They're harmless. They're harmless. I've been raising them since they were little babies now. Let's. Oh, not this one. Oh, God. You know, it's Bake. Oh, they killed Baker. Oh, God. Look at my friend's cloak. It's been ripped to shreds. And I point towards Floyd. And my my poor pony boot. You scared him half to death. He holds up the dead turkey. And he, with the hand, kind of holds up the back head of the turkey. Lets it go. And it flops down. Look at Baker. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Baker. Oh, he was such a bright lad, this one. Oh, well, he's had a smile on his face every morning when I came out to give him feed. Oh, goodness. I know he was going to the butcher soon enough, but that's just the right of things. It's not supposed to have his neck broken out here on the on the road by strangers. Oh, goodness me. Oh, I'm sorry, Baker. And he gets like really upset and starts weeping. Sir, we are immensely sorry for uh, taking out one of your uh, your flock. Uh, we can do our best to help get all of them together and go back where they 
need to kill. I wouldn't do that. I tried catching this one and now I'm getting yelled at. I don't give Draw. a fuck. You wrapped a grappling hook around its head and broke its neck. All you I gotta do is make loud noises. That's all you gotta, you just gotta go, boo! Say, watch, boo! And one of them just kind of cowers at that point. It, it would appear that it might be best if we uh, part ways at this point. Uh, do you, you killed one of our turkeys. You killed him in cold blood, you did, while it was running scared because some of its cousins and brothers and sisters were dragged off into the darkness by wolves or wolves or something far worse. You're going to help us get them back is what you're going to do. It's the least you can do. And then you're going to compensate us for the loss of earnings so that we can give it to Master Gur now so he doesn't take it out of our pay. That's what you're going to do, young lady. And she kind of stands up. The The woman is very aggressive. The man's still kind of holding and cradling the, the dead turkey in his hands, weeping. So you've... You've lost several of your flock to wolves. Yes, we have. I see. And, and Arineal just sort of goes to picking up kind of the... Listen, the Mr. Dwarf with the pony who's... Perfectly fine, mind you. How would you feel if I took that grappling hook, wrapped it around its head, and broke its neck? You wouldn't feel particularly great about it, would you, Master Dwarf? I step right up to her. I'd like to see you try that. She looks down at you, and she (laughs) right in the face as hard as she can. She's going to punch you. Oh, good gracious. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I freaking rolled a Sauron. Of course you did. That's I wouldn't so have funny. made it otherwise. I, <laughs> that's, I swear to God, I rolled a Sauron. <laughs> rolled a Sauron. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, three points of damage as she punches you right in your broken nose. Aridial is going to step up. I tackle she punches her. you too. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you going to do? I want to tackle her. Uh, okay. I want to like knock her to the ground. Okay. And so uh, Arineal wants to, um, like, and that can go through because that's what Daggett wants. Yeah, he, to yeah do, he's but, there. So go ahead and roll. Yeah. Uh, you can just roll a brawling attack. Essentially. I'll take an audience die because this is a. Uh, Jeez, the audience supports this. serious. I'm not sure the audience Guys supports this. Killed one of their got flock a candy. of turkeys. Oh my gosh! Oh God, I got a candy and a six. Okay, uh, how much damage do you do for your brawling? Uh, see, I don't know. What is it? My my strength? Yeah, I think so. Um, if uh, so, that's actually oh higher God. than my axe, which would be seven. Uh, hang on, let me see. Oh my God. <laughs> You take her to the ground. She bangs her head on a rock on the ground and she is knocked out completely. You can feel her head smash and you watch as the lights just go out in her eyes and then blood starts to kind of, you can see trickle down the side of the back of her neck. She had three health, so, you know. Uh, Dag it. What? 
Well, and, uh, she just get she go, hit me go, first. Go. That is the not an excuse. And he's like, ah, 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 and he's got tears all on his face. And he looks up, and he pulls a knife out and he lunges towards Daggett. Now, Arineal is <laughs> cover here the tracks, don't I? at this, this point. <laughs> I'm in too deep hit. now. He doesn't hit. <laughs> he does not get anywhere close to hitting. Arineal, what do you do? <laughs> uh, so Arineal is going to... Trying to think of which way she would face. Um, she is going to... Turn to Daggett. Fighting off the guy with a knife right now. He lunges. You have a horse. Misses. Flops Get on the, the horse. They're not good at combat. She got so lucky when she punched you in the face. Get on the horse. We are helping people, not doing that. Well, it's not like I meant to. She punched me in the nose. This is what happens when we have the experience we have and they do not. She hit her head on a rock. That's not on me. The rock just jumped up and hit her in the head and you had nothing to do with her head connecting with said rock. Get on your horse. You saw that. This is the episode of people just standing with their hands on their hips. Yeah, Gilly's <laughs> just like, God, <laughs> I just wanted to catch this freaking turkey and I killed it. I, so what are you guys doing? Yeah, this uh, guy is scrambling up. You just knocked his wife out. Her head is bleeding. Uh, I'm going to... I'd me. like to heal her. Okay, so you rush over and you try to heal. Go ahead and read your heal test. Floyd, what are you doing in this situation? You've been quiet. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. I'm going to help <laughs> these poor folk with their turkeys and try to gather as many as I can. All right. That sounds that sounds like a very productive thing to okay. do. Y'all are making me look like an asshole here. She punched me in the <laughs> nose. No, 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 no. They're not the ones who made you look like an asshole. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Floy, you could roll whatever you want to go and try to collect as many turkeys as you like. Uh how, however you want to do it is fine. Think of it like athletics. a social test. Athletics is fine too. Yeah, we'll take athletics. Okay. okay. Gilly, how'd you do on that heel test? Extraordinary success. You get over and you realize there is a huge gash in the back of her head where her head slammed down. It was an accident. Like if her head would have hit the ground, she would have been fine, but it slammed right down on this rock. And you can see there's a big gash. You are very quickly able to deduce that she needs to get that stitched up very fast. And so you're able to, as fast as you can, you get your little healing kit out. You kind of put pressure on the wound, stamp the bleeding, you know, and you do whatever you can. She's still breathing. She's not dead. Um, And so you're able to at least make sure that she is not going to kind of suffer. She's still unconscious, however. And who is... Who is handling the guy who's got a knife who is flailing it around utterly ineffectually uh, as you all are far better warriors than than this guy? It's okay. I got this, guys. Um, I'll tackle him. (laughs) No. He comes lunging at Daggett again. Daggett, go ahead and roll another brawl test. Is, Is there a way to grapple? You can just roll an athletics be like, test. Ath- if you just want athletics. to grab him without doing any damage, I'll say you can roll an athletic. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and spend the hope for a magic success this time. 
Uh, okay. But I'll roll to see what I get. Uh, just the magic success. Okay, so very deftly, he's charging at you, and it's almost like a bull and a matador, as you you see, and you just jump out of the way at the last second, wrap your your big meaty arm like around his chest, and you kind of keep the arm, his arm, with a knife kind of pinned to his side, and he's just like, "Let me go, you murderer!" Oh, head. As I'm told to charge my headphones. Uh, what uh, what do you guys do? Could I like do an enhearten roll with this guy, or like calm him down? You can certainly uh, attempt to, but anything you do is going to be ill favored, and I'm actually also going to give a penalty die as you've not only killed one of his turkeys, uh, but your group has severely hurt uh, his wife. So, but yeah, you can go ahead and do it. I'm gonna switch out my headphones oh, really God. fast. This escalated quickly. This was just some turkeys in the way of our camp. Just a minor annoyance. And now this has escalated very quickly. We need to find a ditch uh, so where we can hide the bodies and then, uh, you know, get a shovel so we can cover them or, you know, some leaves at least. They're uh, alive. She's alive. She just needs to sleep. How'd you do on that roll? Uh, just a regular success. Okay. Hey, uh, if you if you mention she's alive, she's alive. He looks down like, oh, she's going to be all right. She'll be fine, but she needs rest. I'm a first baker. Now, my dear Hatter, you're a monster, dwarf. You're a monster. You're as bad as the ones they've got in this city. Master Gurnow's right about you lot. You're lazy. Quiet before you join her. Good for nothing. Brutes, liars, and thieves, y'all. He just kind of screams back at you in like this hysterics. Can you please help me get her home? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's like kind of, he's trying to get break free of Dagon at this point. Get off me, you grimy. Just drop that knife first. He tosses it to the ground. I'll let him go with a little bit of a push. Brickings. Put some distance between us. Villains. I'm going to remember your face on him. I'm going to tell Gunnar all about this. He's going to know just the type of people you are. He kind of goes over to Gilly and he kind of scoops up his wife in his hands. He's kind of got her cradled at this point. Oh, Hannah. Oh, you, oh, I don't know what I'll do without her. He looks down she'll, at She'll be okay. But she's the one who knows how to do everything. She's oh my uh, and he's just like a mess, like like ugly crying, you know, just yeah. like snot coming down his nose, face covered in so and yeah, you start walking down the road with him. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, maybe a mile and a half. And yeah, you see off the road aways, there is a cottage. There are a series of pens where it looks like these uh these these turkeys have probably been kept. You can see uh, there's been some damage done to, Anna, done to them. And you, you go inside and he kind of lays her down on a cot at that point. And he's just like, <laughs> I can't, I can't live without it. I can't. You, you're going to make it better. You're going to make it better, right? You're going to make it I've, better. Yeah, I've, I'll, I've already stitched her up. 
I'm gonna go help get your turkeys, and then I'll come. No, I'll no, come no, check no, on her. no, no! You can't. Don't leave her. What if something goes wrong? What if something happens when you're gone? I don't know what to do. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll get patch up turkeys. I'll can't patch up people. Okay. I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay. Okay, stay, stay, stay. Okay, okay. Do you, uh, and sh- here, have a seat. Do you, do you have a pipe? Do you smoke? Yeah, all the in the cupboard. It's always smoking with it in the cupboard. Yeah. In the cupboard, well, Gilly will get him that and maybe like something to drink and give him some sweet grass. Here, you sit here, and I'm I'm gonna go check on your wife again. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 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 Vanek, by the way, Vanek, this 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 had it. Oh, I'm sh- so sorry about your turkey. I really meant to catch it. It's okay. It was an accident. It was an accident. Oh well, when I'll tell Grinnell about what happened, I'll, I won't say nothing about you. I'll just I'll put it on the dwarf. He doesn't like dwarfs anyway, so it's fine. It'll what be. what happened with the dwarf sewer in the city? Oh, they they were supposed to do a job for him and rebuild the bridge, but I don't know. They they didn't do what they were supposed to. I, I don't know. And then they tried to leave the city without telling them. And you're not supposed to do that. You got to get approval to leave. And they didn't get approval to leave. And you know, and one thing led to another, and that's that. Anyhow, uh, why you travel with them? He's such a mean one. He is. Who uh, who who steps up to a wife? Like, is she's my wife? And it thought he was gonna. He was going to punch her there. He was going to hurt her. What kind of person does that? Oh, goodness me. What an awful, awful dwarf. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh, Heather. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, we'll cut back. What are you guys doing over by the turkeys? I become the turkey whisperer. (laughs) Had a great success on my... Roll early. <laughs> a great success. Okay, so we'll say with a great success. Yeah, you probably get about just under 20 of them. You're not sure if that's the right number or not. But we'll say you manage to, between yourself and the ponies, to kind of start herding them in such a way. And they do seem domesticated to some degree, as much as you can domesticate one of these creatures, right? They do seem almost, it's it's a little bit more complicated than sort of herding cattle or something like that. And they seem a little more erratic and they do seem very spooked. But over time, you're able to kind of get them grouped up and start pushing them back in the direction of like the incident in the road, that kind of thing. Arenio and Daggett, what are you two doing? First things first, I'm going to uh, kick up some dirt and dust to cover the blood stain. Uh, get rid of that. Um, and then I'll start dressing uh, the turkey we killed so that at least something good can come out of this situation. Going to make him dinner and feed him his favorite turkey. That's great. Okay. Uh, Arenio, what are you doing? Uh, Arenio was probably assisting Floyd. Um, just really just once it's just sort of like i was asleep and then suddenly the entire day just went to hell and now we have to go to the town and we're already walking in uh with a black mark on our name and isn't this just freaking great and so she's just 
putting, trying to, you know, put the camp back together, put everybody's bags back together, make sure everything, we didn't lose anything major. They didn't like walk away with some, something in the, one of their little beaks. Okay. So we'll say over time, Daggett, you managed to, uh, to obscure the crime scene. You managed to uh, dress the turkey and you and I would say, Floyd, you managed to start herding. Uh, once you kind of look in the distance, you can see a couple miles away, like a cottage and a pen and all that kind of stuff. So you start herding them in that direction. A renial, you kind of get everyone's things together. And we'll say over the course of probably maybe two hours or so, everyone starts getting over towards the farm, this, this area, okay, this cottage. And at, by this point, Gilly, you've managed to calm Vanek down to the point where he's no longer... He's no longer crying. He's no longer, you know, kind of sniveling. Uh, Hada seems to be, uh, she seems to be breathing normally at that point. Um, but he, he just sort of, he's just sort of been mumbling this whole time. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm going to, he's, I'm going to tell girl now. That's what he, I'm, I'm sorry. He, he attacked my wife. He tried to. He tried to kill her. You saw it. You saw it. He tried to kill her. The turkey's one thing, but a person's another. I think he just tried pushing her out of out of my way, and I am sorry. But if she had landed on the dirt, she would have been fine, but it's because she hit a rock. That makes attacking her okay. No, it's not okay. And and he I'll I definitely will be speaking to him. And if it would if it would help at all we 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 don't hide from things we've done we'll go with you to talk to uh master gurno we so so here here's what we'll do we'll do a very small very quick social encounter here to see if you can talk him out of getting daggett and kind of turning daggett in like we're gonna say that so it's gonna be quick um, so I'll say, okay, it was self-defense, Jeff. Yeah. All right. She, no, it wasn't. <laughs> she punched me. You stepped up into the face of a woman <laughs> who was actively angry because someone just killed her turkey. She threatened my pony. You, <laughs> dude, I didn't kill the dude. Turkey. You 100% started this. You would 100% be going to jail in any of these places across area door, dude. This is all on you. Uh, Gilly was an accident and that could have been talked down, but you tackled her to the ground. Uh, okay. okay. So we're trying to talk him down. We're trying to talk. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll just panic off the ledge. You're trying to talk him out of turning Daggett in. And I mean, despite Steven's protestations, the rest of you know, Daggett's in a lot of trouble like that. Like what just happened? Unless you all lie for him, which you're not even sure you're you're outsiders coming into a town. And these are two mm -hmm. people who who work for the town. Daggett's in potentially a lot of trouble like a yep. lot of trouble so uh this is not this is this is a fairly important this is going to change the to potentially change the tenor 
of the next of, of episode 50. This is put it yeah. that way. We might have episode a hanger. Episode 50. <laughs> we might have a hanger. goes to jail. I do, oh, no. <laughs> I think there might be a hanging. We'll see. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so Arineal, you were saying some things. You're trying to apologize. Just go ahead and like maybe roll a persuasion test for this, we'll say. Eek. Um... Okay, I'm gonna take. Uh, no, Australis, Daggett assaulted. Daggett stepped up into a woman's face <sighs> and threatened right. her, and she rightfully defended herself. Episode seven or fifty, Law and Order. Dun, dun. <laughs> if anyone disagrees with that, you and I oh. vastly disagree with the way the world works. All right, so I'm going to take five for. Uh, favored on this because persuade is not a thing that I am great at. Um, only got two. Only got two. Let's see. All right. Let me do the math. Uh, no, that's fail. Okay. That is a 13 under 16. She nearly died. She nearly died. It, but there's folks who've been who've done far less than that. That he's hung from the stones. So I'm sorry, mate. Hey, hey, nearly killed her. Who else wants to take a stab at this? Uh, I'll take I? a stab at someone. I no, think you will not. Daggett, go ahead and take a shadow point. By the way, you've been acting really uh, <laughs> unheroic. I think misdeeds galore from Daggett this session. Can I do like a courtesy roll in uh uh what if he worked off the the deeds that he did by helping hunt these wolves that have been attacking your flock? Okay. Okay. Uh persuade maybe? Is that what you're looking for? I was looking for like courtesy. That's not <laughs> uh, courtesy is more like the thing at the beginning, but okay. um sure, you can roll it. That's fine. Yes. And because I am desperate, I'm going to spend a hope to enact uh, being true-hearted because we will work off this debt, damn it. Let me know how you did. Uh, I got a great success. Okay. Okay, so he thinks about that. Well, I mean... That would help, but there's way worse than wolves out there. You know, they've main animals have gone missing, people gone missing. There's all them birds flying around. There's I don't know. There's uh, there's all sorts of strange things out, out along the river. Uh, I, I guess that would go a long way, you know, if you can do something about it. Like okay. maybe. Maybe. It's a good start, it is. It's a good start. I don't know if the... It kind of like leans over towards Gilly. It's the strangest thing, young lady, but... Them wolves. I don't know. They... They act like dogs, you know? Like they're... Like they're... Like they're trained sometimes. They just kind of stare down at you and they... Kind of, you hear a whistle every now and then, and they just go running. And 
I don't know. Sometimes I think there's someone doing this intentionally, you know? Have yeah. you heard of, like, someone called the Huntsman? You see, he kind of said, well, I mean, yeah, some folks have called it that. They see a, he kind of looks around, they see a, they say there's a, a shadow man kind of moves around, came up the river from, from Londair, got his black sails and they snuck in the middle of the night and I think that, you know, that's when they started, that's when it started. Yeah, it's when they started, when we started hearing the wolves and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard talk, there's people in, in town who talk about it, sure, never seen them myself, but some folks, we're not hunters, we're farmers, but some of the, uh, the other hunters, and they go out and travel and such, they say they say things, you know, and then some of them don't even come back. Anyhow, if you're if you a friend, I can't believe you call him a friend after what he did, but I suppose it's a start. It's not good enough yet. So fly or Daggett, do you want to, anything you do, Daggett, is all favorite. Yeah, I think it's best that I stay out of this. Fair enough. Floy, meanwhile, you're outside just cooking his favorite turkey. <laughs> I'm going to make the guy dinner. Oh, <laughs> make up for it. It's like, oh, this is I'll pretty good. some turkey stew later. He's going to taste it. Oh, this is very tasty. Oh, baker. <laughs> Floy, what are you doing? Yeah, maybe I'll try and vouch for Daggett a bit here. Uh, pardon my dwarven brethren, but traveling south, very wary. He's not as bad as he seems. His first intentions were woken up abruptly. Maybe he was PTSD, woken up to goblin raids or something. He was very, very confused. Okay. Uh, are you looking for what? Persuade or what are you thinking? <laughs> no, you weren't looking for persuade. Uh, I mean, persuade's the best sort of social thing I have. Uh, that's fine. I'll take Persuade. Okay, I'll just apply my own hope to it to roll extra d6. Okay. Why well, spending hope for me? Oh, that's touching. Uh, ooh, I got success. Okay, uh, that'll be three. I'll say that's enough. Three is enough to get him to not report Daggett for attempted murder. Okay. I didn't realize he was not right in the head, but I should have. I should have. Yeah, hey, there's something off about him. You're right. And, well, I don't, I don't want to. Okay, if you say so. If you, and you did such a good job getting my turkeys back. So I suppose, yeah, I suppose you're right. And, 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 and the little one, oh, I'm, 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 Gilly was the name. Um, yes. She, she, you saved him off. Granted, she wouldn't have needed saving if not for the weird one outside. What's he doing out there anyway? Something smells good. <laughs> Anyhow, I'll tell you what. You uh, you, know, you help me with the fences, and then you, you you try to take care of them walls and such, and we'll call it even, I suppose. And I won't say nothing. And I apologize, Mr. Dwarf. I didn't mean to say the unkind things I said about dwarves Th those folks were plenty kind they were nice and decent some of them anyhow 
you know, they didn't deserve what, you know, what happened to them. They, they were just, you know, they were just trying to get more stone. We don't have enough stone to repair the bridge. That's all they said was we didn't have enough stone and they wanted to go get some and then Gernau got all upset. But when, Are you still alive? Oh, I think so. I'm not real sure. Well, I don't. We don't go into town very often. We, we, we're proved to be out here and such. We, we raise the turkeys. We bring a certain amount every month and, you know, and that's that. And, uh, and we have some. We have a few other animals as well. If you see over there, we got some goats and chickens and things too. And we make sure you know they get what they need. And and we leave. We're okay up here. And they send plenty of folks. Some of his 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 boys, kind of check up on us every now and then. You know they're not here all the time though. It's the problem. Since they're not here all the time, they're not here whenever the wolves attack. And we ain't gonna do anything with the with the wolves because they're dangerous. They're ours, you know. You know, this one time, like a, I guess it was three, four days ago, now that I think about it, I, I heard all the turkeys, they were getting all, all sorts of crazy beaker. Oh, beaker, I could always tell his voice, just a higher pitch, just such positivity coming out of his gobbles, you know? You can tell you can tell a bright lad by, by the sound of in, in the pitch of his gobble. And he had a particularly pitched gobble. Well, anyhow, they were going all something fierce at night. And I look outside, I hear the wolves. I wake up, Hatter, and she's, oh, goodness, not again. And we thought about bringing him inside, but he, we don't have a big enough home to put 30 turkeys inside. That's crazy. And we saw way out there, right out there, and he kind of points out a window, up on the, up on the hill too. And we saw this, uh, this light, you know, this kind of, kind of greenish, bluish light just kind of hanging like a, like a lantern or some such, and there was a fella out there, and, the, and that's when we heard that whistle, and we saw them kind of go running off. It's the strangest thing, strangest thing, I'll tell you. But anyhow, you take care of them wolves, you fix up me, you fix up me fences, and yeah, Master Gunner doesn't need to know about this at all. Sounds like a deal. No? Okay. You all hungry? We can make some food, I suppose. Yeah, it smells like something's already cooked up. And so he, he gets, oh, he kind of looks out and there's Daggett starting to kind of kind of carve up a turkey. And you know, the guy said, that smells, uh, that smells pretty good. Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Dwarf, um, I'm very, very sorry. Uh, your, your friend, uh, your, your other dwarf told me that you're not right in the head uh, and that, uh, and I'm sorry that you had some sort of problems in the past and that you, you're not, you know, all there. So I suppose uh, it is the charitable thing for me to reach out and say, I'm, I'll forgive you for trying to murder my wife. And Arineal's been hanging out and I kind of want to say Arineal's just going to kind of do that, like shake his hand and just say, we appreciate your grace and willingness to forgive this awful situation that we found ourselves in today. We absolutely do. And she's looking at everyone around with that, like nodding kind of, we are very appreciative and we are very, very sorry for everything that happened today. And we will absolutely do everything that we can to make this right for you. 
I do not wish for your wife to be hurt. And I apologize for what happened. Apology accepted. Now, well don't we have whatever this scrumptious meal you've made? I I'm not entirely sure that this would be food that you would want to partake in. Madam, we do not waste food here. No, of course not. This is a, uh, Mr. Daggett here put some, some, some care and some effort into this and I appreciate that. It's very kind of you. I'll see it as a peace offering. Uh, So uh, I would gladly partake in whatever uh, scrumptious road rations that you've piece together here. Arrhenial visibly like <laughs> kind of loses a little bit of attention at that. Like, oh. Do you give him some? I mean, if he wants some. So you, you said it's a turkey stew, right? Yeah. So he takes the bowl from you and he starts eating. Oh, this is quite good. This is oh, mm, a little tom in there. I think you put a little tom in there. It's very good. Oh, it's interesting, mate. Is that rabbit? No, you know, no, it's not rabbit. It's um, his eyes go wide. Baker, ah, and he starts crying again. And that's what we'll go ahead and end uh, this session. <laughs> oh, I totally thought he understood already. Oh, I'm just having fun. Was. I'm just a <laughs> he's a farmer. I'm just having fun. I'm sure. It's oh. a very he's a very sensitive guy. All oh right. Oh my goodness, and. You all, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I feel like everybody was so on edge because of like Gerwin. And then it's like, oh, we're going to take out. Gerwin's the creepy freaky guy with the whistle and the blue light from the thing. Yep. It was, uh, it was Daggett you had to worry about. That's what right? it was. <laughs> I never wanted to kill a farmer's wife. Okay. Today went to hell in a handbasket, just straight down the river. Yeah. It really did. It really did. But we've Jeff had a woman yelling at me, and like <laughs> Ashley is just like, I don't know what the fuck to say to this shit. Rightfully like- <laughs> so. You killed one of their turkeys, man. You killed one of their turkeys. <laughs> You're the one who decided to to lasso and you said it you- was cool. You specifically said you wanted to get lunch and salvage the situation. <laughs> well, we got dinner. All right. So we, got out of it. we are quite literally a hex away from Tharbed. You'll make it there uh, during episode 50, which is going to be in two weeks. We uh, we do not have a wondering game next week, uh, as Melissa and I have some some folks in town. But in two weeks, March 25th, we will be back with episode 50. We're very excited. Uh, we are going to have some giveaways. We have giveaways from our good friends at Norris Foundry. If, if, you, uh, if you're the dice connoisseur, uh, we have some giveaways from Free League, who's been gracious enough to give us not just PDF copies of the, the Wondering Bundle, but also physical. Uh, so come and uh, come hang out. So mark your calendars. Two weeks. We're going to be giving stuff away all throughout the session. Uh, and no limitation on where those things are going to go. Uh, so whether you're North America, Europe, Australia, whatever the hell it is, we're going to find a way to get you something. So come hang out and we're going to do some giveaways. Uh, other than that, next game we got on the table is Monday. We're playing Holler for Savage Worlds. You can see Melissa and I in that game. <gasps> Steven, what is going on on Tuesday? We're playing Forbidden Lands on Tuesday. Jeff will be there. Melissa will be there. Aaron and Kipser will be there and uh, they are journeying to a uh, new city going through a few hexes in the dark forest. 
So we'll see uh, how much more dangerous it gets for them. Fantastic. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's it. Thanks for everyone going out tonight. Thank you uh, so much for that raid, Orkin Spalter TV. Uh, if you're in the channel, you haven't followed, hit a follow. Uh, we'd love, we'd love to have you follow us. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel. If you want to catch our old stuff, look for Adventures and Lollygagging over on YouTube. We've got tons of games. We've been doing this for a couple of years. Uh, big old backlog of wonderful things. Uh, great games, whether it's Free League or different companies. We have tons of things back there. Uh, we're going to go ahead and carry it forward, and we are going to uh, we're going to raid someone else here. Uh, what do we want to do? Let's do uh, let's do Cyber Nation Uncensored. I've raided them before. It looks like they're playing uh, Cyberpunk. So yeah, so go ahead and follow the raid when it pops up, and we'll catch y'all later. So bye bye. <laughs>